0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Core. This is Core. We talk about video games, usually the uh core gamer variety, although I kind of hate that term. Too bad our name is Core. But do you guys, how do you feel about that term, John? Do you like it when someone says you're a core gamer?
1: No, bad. <laughs> because whenever anybody talks about the core, mm. I feel like they're talking about abs mm. and I feel like they're expecting me to have them and I
0: don't. <laughs> you have them. They're just, you know. On vacation. Yeah, they're hidden a little. Mine are, too. That's why they're
2: called Core, because they're
1: in the middle. Mine are there. I value my abs so much, I have formed a layer of protection around them.
0: I had them in 2015, and they were too sexy for my shirt. So I got rid of them, Mm -hmm. and now they're covered also in a thick layer of manly fat right here.
1: Man, you want to talk about video games and abs? I watched the new Tomb Raider movie. Yeah,
0: what'd you think of that? That's
1: that's two-thirds of a lie, because... That's How much of the movie I didn't see? I started watching the new Tomb Raider movie, yeah. And um, Alicia Vikander's abs that's her name, right? Yeah, oh my god, she's
0: in that Deus Ex Machina deal, or the uh, uh, what's the name of the movie? Ex Machina, sorry, Ex Machina, yeah, she's great, uh, but she's also in probably incredible shape, I'm guessing, is what you're saying,
1: yes, yeah, she has. Like that movie should have just been called "Abs the Movie."
0: Abs the the uh Abs Raider. There you go. Got it. Tomb yep. Tomb Abs. Uh, I never saw that. So was it any good? Or I guess you didn't finish it, so you probably didn't like it.
1: I don't know. It had um what's his I name don't know. in it. The guy from I don't I lost interest. In when it some, <laughs> I went did something. So you know. it wasn't enough to hold me, but that doesn't mean it was bad. Right. Uh, it but it had what's his name uh. Walton Goggins in it. Oh,
0: that's uh, all right. uh, Oliver. Uh, no, uh, J- nope. Walton Goggins. J- that's J- the actor. No, oh, name. That's his name. name.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but point taken. He's kind of Walton Goggins and everything. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah.
0: But that's not a bad thing. We all like him as that. So, um, uh, well, it's... it wasn't good enough apparently to save Abs Raider. Well, they're doing a sequel, so it must have been all right. They're doing a. Yeah. Let's see. Is there oh, a... yeah, and they did a bunch of Transformers sequels. Right. Clearly, because yeah, they works. made so much money. <laughs> they made a lot of
1: money. Hold on. I'm Bumblebee gonna... was pretty good. Wait,
0: Abs Raider made a lot of money? Uh, it made enough to warrant a sequel, is what I've heard. Yeah. Um, and it looks like, here it is, New Rider. I'll tell you the detail. Here's some fun details on our video game show about movies. Uh, oh, about
1: a video game movie, though. Yeah,
0: it's. Fair. I think this is, this is fair territory. But did they make money optioning against this loss, like the housing industry? or? Oh, I doubt it. I mean, that movie's not that old. It only came out in, <laughs> like, what? 2018, was it, a, is it,
1: is it, was it actually good? I, I mean, guess no, I don't know. It I've... seemed fine. It It didn't seem great. It just seemed like a, a movie.
2: Sorry, um, I don't know why I'm just randomly... Like, it wasn't
1: <laughs> bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't bad. It just... It, But it also wasn't good. It was just you watched it, and it was like, this is a movie.
0: Yeah. I'm um,
1: looking at the, the reaction. I've
2: written it off in the same way that I've already written off of the Monster Hunter movie.
0: Oh, I heard that the pre- preview is better than people think it is. Or better than it should be, I should say. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I can't judge it. But I, I, am, I'm not. I don't have a lot of confidence in a monster hunter film. Maybe internationally it'll do better, but I don't think that's going to be that great. Uh, but this thing did two hundred and seventy four point seven million dollars worldwide. That is enough to, uh, for them to go. Yeah, it's totally. Let's do a sequel. Uh, but it was not critically critically successful. It says here. Eh let's see we have to wait and see ba 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 brand new uh, writer doesn't say his name that's wonderful uh but tom hiddleston to return mm.
1: i didn't know tom hiddleston was in it
0: i've read that wrong amy jump He's, he plays one of the abs uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got this all wrong. All right, now it's being written by somebody named Amy Jump. I didn't realize it was the name of a person. I thought it was someone named Amy who was being told to jump.
2: Wow, she's got a proper noun and a, and a verb for a name. That's great. Yep, proper
0: noun, That's then an verb.
1: exciting name. If you're going to write Tomb Raider, having jump in your name is a good start.
0: Yeah, what if somebody says, hey, I'm going to go get donuts at the office. I'm going to get donuts. Uh, go ahead and jump, meaning jump you go with them as well. Go ahead and jump. Get it? Like Van Halen, you'd say it every day. Mm-hmm. That's how that would go in her life. But anyway, she was responsible for bringing... Okay, I got this all wrong. Did you see the movie High Rise? Is that a thing you've done? No. No? Okay. Uh, Tom Hiddleston's in that. He's not on this. Oh, okay. but uh, So
1: he's uh, not going to be in the new Tomb Raider.
0: No, he's in something called High Rise, which if I had to guess, uh, another one of these uh, sort of, hey, we made Die Hard again kind of deals.
1: <laughs> oh, you think it's a Die Hard ripoff called... High rise, yeah,
0: high rise. Because the they did that. Die Hard,
1: skyscraper, high rise.
0: Right. There was skyscraper, which I saw, which was bad, objectively bad. Uh, anyway, that's not that's neither here nor there. Hey, I got a big topic for us today. For me, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger, who, whose names I did not give at the top of the show, and I didn't say this either. It's Wednesday, June nineteenth of the twenty nineteen. It's a nineteen nineteen. Everybody, get in, get in line, get ready. Because here comes a show, and I thought it would be uh, fun to pop this one off. Because I've been on a hunt for a good Diablo-like. Now, before you start yelling Path of Exile in my face, hear me out, because this is important. Okay. Bo uh, has been playing a lot of Path of Exile, or at least was up till last we talked. Um, I think Mars may have taken your life over. Yeah. Uh, then I switched to Surviving
2: Mars, and I'm on Witcher 3. So.
0: Oh, well, you're on Witcher 3 again. That's fantastic. Yeah, how's that going for you?
2: Sixty
1: hours.
0: You enjoying
2: it?
1: Yeah, you had to put a baby in a furnace.
0: <laughs> yeah, I put a baby in
2: a furnace. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I put a baby in a furnace. I cheated on Yennefer within yeah. ten minutes.
0: Who'd you cheat um, with? Who was the la- Who was the lucky lady? Because uh, her name was Jetta, or perhaps Yetta. Is she the um, Is she a magic lady or? A... She's
2: a She's a She's a right straight Skellige girl. Mm. You go to the island there down in the bottom corner, <laughs> and then here she says, "No man's ever beat me in battle." Wow. And then so I go fetch a blade for her. And then I came back and I whipped her ass. And then she said, would you make love to me?
0: Yeah. And then I said, why surely lass. <laughs> and I did. Except you didn't say in that voice. You said it in Witcher voice, which is just, yeah, I guess that'd be all right. He's like American. <laughs> yeah, of-
2: that's true. He's like, that would be great. I love when he uses um, doctor terms. He's like, the femoral aorta
1: is severed from the ligament and i'm like no one in that time talks that they don't know what that stuff is yeah that, i think that is geralt weird. of rivia is unintentionally one of the funniest characters ever written though <laughs> yeah. because at the beginning they he plays it so straight that you're just like oh he's just the guy that does what he loves and does what he knows hmm. and that's fine but later as he gets into more interesting social situations Like he kind of turns into, sorry to use an inside reference, he kind of turns into Nash Maggard because all of a sudden people are like wanting to have serious conversations about things, like other things, and he can only relate it to his job. So he comes across super awkward. They're like, I don't know. He's late to he's late to show up to the party. And Geralt shows up and he's just like, Do you think he was abducted by a witcher? Yeah. Striga? Yeah. And you're they're just like, No, he's just late. What are you doing? And Geralt's just super weird and awkward from that point on. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah this isn't you're turn not, in that game this is that not that This is not a I
0: negative enjoy. thing you're describing. That's one of my favorite things too. Like just yeah. his overall beef with life is really great. And uh I, I didn't cheat on Yennefer, but I did uh, went to one of the whorehouses because I'd never been in there.
2: Oh, it's not cheating at a
0: whorehouse. Well, I, yeah, it doesn't count game wise. But when I went in there, um, <laughs> well, I mean, real it would. Life wise too. It would probably count it's, in real it's cheating life. Cheating
2: if you meet somebody like on Tinder, but it, in a in a whorehouse. A whore? Uh, you're you're whore. That's how Canadians say whore. You son of a whore. That's how
0: we do it. Uh, that's great. That's nothing wrong with that. But if I was... When I'm I glad that went...
2: came up because it's really inappropriate <laughs> stuff. Uh, John's already got the... This is a legal face.
1: Going. I mean, I am I understand where your beliefs are coming from. I'm just not sure they're going to hold up in a court of law. Yeah.
0: John's probably right. But I went in there... Oh, by the way, sorry, total sidestep. Yeah. I'm drinking a Mountain Dew in, in a glass with ice in it. <laughs> and then not pee. It's not pee. <laughs>
2: I'm glad you clarified. It's very... It's very, very closely like yeah
0: it's very pea like uh uh-huh. but anyway i'm drinking that because i needed a little booster here tonight a little caffeine in me and um okay. there's a there was a uh, i think our ice machine is sh- is uh shaving plastic off of itself into the ice oh and i noticed earlier there's a little shard it's right here Oh, i lost it oh it's in the can i threw it in the dark garbage but it was a little shard of uh plastic was in the ice and i think that's uh, bad i think that's a bad thing right i need I, to yeah yes uh, definitely what, bad. What would you do? Would you just uh, throw the whole thing out and burn it and get a new fridge or what would you do?
2: No, no, i just try to carefully drink it so as not to swallow the
0: plastic. How do I know yeah. there aren't pr- plastic particulates that are so small I can't see them? How do we know that? You don't.
1: Shit. You don't. I mean, you've just you've rolled the dice and now you got to live with your choices. Alright, that's fine. you got good constitution. If it makes you feel any better, I am also having a Mountain Dew, oh, although mine cool. is a, a Badger Blast from Taco Bell. Oh,
0: good. Well, then you and I are both adding to that layer we were talking about to protect our abs. Uh-huh. It's working out yep. great.
1: I'm drinking coffee. N- <laughs> not moving towards Tomb Raider abs on this show. At this <laughs> no.
0: Moment. Your Vikander abs will have to wait for another time. But yeah. anyway, so, sorry, back to the point here. This Diablo thing. Uh, <laughs> Where did we go, though? We went somewhere else. We so were
2: talking about The Witcher or Love of the oh, Witcher. Oh, oh, the- oh,
0: real quick. I went into the Hooter house, as you say. <laughs> yeah. And, um... And I didn't know this was even possible to go buy a, a you know, a little uh, trick there. And I did. Mm-hmm. And then I felt bad for a while because I've been playing him as very, um, A, true to Jennifer, uh, B, very, uh, uh, what's the opposite of, or no, Paragon, very Paragon, not Renegade. Uh-huh. And I feel like that was a little misstep. I feel like I kind of screwed up my honor there a little bit.
1: And how no. exactly did you get tricked into this transaction, Scott? <laughs> well,
0: it was, it was live on a stream, so people who watch the stream can confirm this. I didn't know kind of what I was doing. In other words,
2: yeah, I, I
0: really didn't, because she says, I said, this doesn't really work, Would you does like
2: it? a tumble in the hay, my lord? <laughs>
0: and <she's> gonna, <laughs> I I like, she I thought she would say, mean? I thought she would say, no, like, get out of here. No, thanks, whatever. I really did. I thought it was going to be... I had to go through more hoops to, to all the romance options in these games. I thought I had to do more. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to.
2: The whorehouse is literally, would you like a tumble in the hay between my legs?
0: And then it says, sleep with woman, 40 gold. <laughs> How do I get out of here? And then Here's I couldn't stop <laughs> it. Then I couldn't stop it because it just goes into the scene and they start gesticulating and I'm going, no, 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 no. Go back, go back, B, B, B. I'm hitting B over on my controller, and it won't go back. (laughs) It just went through it all. It's like, oh, there's boobs and boobs and bums, and pretty soon. I can't can't wait for Cyberpunk 2077. Scott's going to end up
2: with a penis on his forehead. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I went to the
1: Ripper dock, and I couldn't get out. (laughs) You know I didn't think it'd be this easy. It's so weird.
0: <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> what's going to gonna happen. That's parts. what's going to happen. Like it's going to be, I mean, there's a Lyle Schnub in the chat says, come on, man, LMAO in Witcher 1. There was literally in-game collectible cards for each woman you had to get. I don't, I didn't play one very much. I played a little bit and I got sick of those stance things and I gave up on it. I played two and I never did any whoing in there
1: either. I just want to imagine Geralt gets pulled over by the police, uh, your Geralt. And uh, his, I don't know, officer. I went into, yes, I went into the place of business and they presented girls yeah. and they did say it was going to cost money. Yeah. And I did agree to it. Yeah but I thought there was going to be a little more whining and dining before anything happened. So
3: <laughs>
0: true,
1: I, it was really just beyond my, beyond my control. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't cancel it.
0: I'm sure it'll go. fine. I couldn't. I cancel hit it. B
1: many times.
0: Okay. This got, this got darker. Do you guys want to know why it got darker? <laughs> Did
1: you put poo in your pee drink? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I poured, I poured what was left of an iced tea in here. So now I just want people to understand this isn't me peeing in it and making it brown. So you're oh.
1: having like an, X Games, uh, what's what's his name? Growing up, we called Who's it We called the...
0: it Swamp Water when I was growing up, where you'd mix drinks like that, and you'd go Who's to the, the machine. Who's the
1: guy that's lemonade and iced tea? What's oh, that's uh, Arnold name? Palmer. Yeah, you're having an X Games Arnold Palmer.
0: Yeah, there you go. It's Mount, Mountain Dew and iced tea. There's a little kick should... in there, and uh, I got some Blue, blue Diamond Bold, bold uh, Salt and Vinegar uh, uh, Almonds for the rest of the show tonight, so we're all set. I shared yeah. a hotel room with a two liter bottle of Arnold Palmer. Did
2: you?
1: Honestly. At BlizzCon. <laughs> this is the best show we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly the well, best show. Well, back to it. So,
2: Witcher done. 3, it's got houses, and that relates to Tomb Raider. How?
0: It doesn't. I don't know what we were saying. I think we were just saying maybe the second one will be good, but also I have to get back to my Diablo point. So, I'm going to do that now. Yeah. You ready for we'll the Diablo that. point? So, here you go. My thinking is. Um, thank you, Kitten to Don. This is really the great content you've come here to subscribe to, so thank you for your subscription. Uh, all right, what was I going to say? Okay, so back to the Diablo thing. <laughs> I like that you named him Kitten to Don. Oh, it's what's his Kit name? London. Oh, Kit London, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. We're derailing. Okay. All, right, all right, that's sorry. fair good enough. You, Scott. you are on a quest for a Diablo game. A good one.
0: And I, what I mean by that, you could say, well, Diablo exists. No, I know, but one that wasn't made in 2012 and that's still sort of milking its players all these years later. And again, don't get me wrong about that, because I think that's what Blizzard does. They keep it up, but they're not planning on anything else. Four is probably right around the corner. Like, that's probably the Diablo game I'm waiting for. However, when I say it's right okay. around the corner, hopefully an announcement is right around the corner.
2: Until, until it gets canceled.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, they say bad things come in threes. That's true. Uh, but... Uh, that my options these days are things like Path of Exile, which I admire in lots of ways, main ways that there's so much content and they've been so good about their player base, giving them what they want, building it out, creating new ways to play, all that. That stuff's great. But the moment-to-moment game playing that game drives me crazy. And I don't think it's smooth enough and fun. Uh, the rest of the game is amazing. The, the even I'm not even going to complain about that gigantic, ridiculous skill tree okay, which looks like the map of the world. Um, that isn't my problem. My problem with that game is just second to second, how does it feel? And it doesn't feel great to me. Uh, I don't even mind how it looks that it's getting a little old or long in the tooth. That's fine too. Um, I don't, you know, graphics aren't my biggest point here. It's just the smooth, fun, moment to moment action RPG that the game has. And if it doesn't have that, I'm not into it. Diablo 3 has that in spades. They just don't have the extra content. They got a lot of content, but it's done. Like, we're just going to get seasons about stuff we've already done. It's a rehash. <clears throat> Forgetting about all the stuff we know about them not releasing a sequel, blah, blah, blah. Or not sequel expansion. So, I tried that. No good. Grim Dawn, very cool game. I like it. But again, it's missing that, that. Whatever that undefinable flow is. It's just not there. And I respect that game in a ton of other ways, though, in some ways more than Path of Exile. I think that game is awesome, but I just don't find it as fun to play in the moment. So I did some more looking. I've tried, as I've told you guys, I tried that Warhammer Chaos Bane. That is absolutely not the answer. I wish it was. It's not. It's okay, but it, it's just really average. Um,
1: I have one I'm curious about yeah. if you tried. What's that? Have you? Did you ever give a real college try to Torchlight 2?
0: Yes, in fact, I played probably 100-something hours of Torchlight 2.
1: Oh, wow. Because, see, I got that right around... It came out right around the time Diablo 3 came out. Beat it to market so by I, a
0: few weeks or a month or something, yeah. Something
1: yeah, like. I maybe put 20 minutes into it, if that, and mm-hmm. never went back to it. And I, I don't know. There was a part of me that wondered if there was, like, a gem that just got completely overlooked and was amazing.
0: Well, for a while there, that game was... I think it was better than Diablo 3 overall. Um, but that changed with uh, as we got closer and into 2.0 slash uh, Reaper of Souls when all that changed. I think D3 became the superior experience. But I think that Torchlight 2 is really rad. And Torchlight Frontiers is being made, and we don't know what that is yet, but it looks like an MMO-ish version, you know, kind of Path of Exile take on uh, Torchlight. That's exciting, and I will play the hell out of that. Um, but as far as, like, stuff that's out now, I suppose I could go back to 2, load up some mods people recommend, because there's some inventory stuff in there I hate, and, like, some of the stuff Blizzard gets right with Diablo 3, that is not in a game like Torchlight 2, but, I, you know, maybe fire that up and give it a shot. But none of them are scratching that very specific itch. So I've come to this conclusion. Either, um, either, I'm starting to feel pretty strongly about one of these options but either the game just isn't there yet <clears throat> and one will happen and then i'll go oh my gosh i can't believe how great this is maybe it's that korean arc game that's already out in korea maybe it'll be great when it hits here if it ever does maybe it's um you know path of exile's new plan for next year maybe it's waiting for diablo 4 i don't know but maybe the other thing is maybe it's that i am no longer able to adhere to a new one maybe i've seen all i can see played it out the most i could play it out a bit like um oh it's another game type that i've played so much of i can't even stand looking at it um i can't think of anything off the top of my head uh but i was this way with fighter fighting games for a long time because in the 90s fighting games fighting games fighting games just that's all i ate slept and drank just love those things and then there came a moment where i was like i don't want to combo anymore i don't want to do these buttons in a row to hit the thing. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to fight in fighting games anymore. And I'm still kind of like that. I get real bored with it really quick because I played so much of it. So I guess what I'm saying is um, maybe that's the problem. I've done so much of this and tried so many little games here and there that I'm actually now immune to why I want them in the first place and I just haven't realized it yet.
1: I don't know if that would... I mean, it could be, but I'm with you. I've tried a lot of these games that you're mentioning, and none of them have ever stuck. Right. I've played them. I've had a good time. It's not to say that I think these are bad games, but the only one that I have ever really played all the way through is, you know, I played all of Diablo. I played all of Diablo Hellfire. I played all of Diablo 2 and its expansion. Diablo 3, its expansion. Um... I have those games, tons and tons and tons of hours. These other games, a couple hours, maybe. Right, right. And I just lose interest. And I don't necessarily know either where that comes in. Is it a quality thing? Is it just, you know, Diablo was the first one I played. So I'm invested in that lore. So I have a little bit of an extra drive. Maybe, but they're just. I think the closest one was Torchlight One, which mm-hmm. I got very close to beating. But right. other than that, I don't know if there's ever been one that has held me for very long.
0: Chat room suggesting that I may really like that Minecraft. What's it called? Minecraft Dungeons, which is coming out next yeah. year. It looks like it looks like it. <laughs> it it's a Diablo like, but it also looks like it leans very heavily in the Minecraft direction. And I don't know if that's for me or not. I can't say uh, until I play it, but I don't know. What do you think, Poe? It's not a mashup. I'm,
2: I'm like, what? Why?
0: Well, they're you doing... Know, you know, you go, you go, why? Why did someone do this? Here's why they're doing it. Mojang has done what? Minecraft, scrolls, and then they shut it down. That deck... That, that, uh, they, they, by the way, they shut that down too early. Suddenly, deck builders are on fire, right? Everybody wants to build a, another Slay the Spire style game. They're all doing it. Those guys had that game going with Scrolls, which was totally unconnected to Minecraft. Had nothing to do with Minecraft. Whole new world, whole new everything. And they canned it before this thing took off. They blew it. That could have been huge, I think. Yeah. Anyway, but maybe that's what they're doing is what I'm saying. Maybe they're trying to branch out. They've learned that they can't stray too far from what they're famous for. And maybe Microsoft won't let them. I don't know. But maybe, you know, now that they're focusing on a very different kind of game but putting it in that kind of chunky 8-bit graphic style. Maybe there's something there. I mean, I'm willing to give that thing a go when it comes out. Um, and on this PC Game Pass thing, it's just included, so why not try it? But, um, but yeah, I'm not sure that's going to be it either. So, so, Bo, what would you say as somebody who just, you know, spent hundreds of additional, or I don't know how many hours, but all that ex- extra Path of Exile it took, time, chunk of it time, yeah. it's a good game. Obviously, did you come away?
2: Yeah, there's there's lots of shortcomings to it it's good where Diablo isn't and sucks where Diablo is really great yeah monster designs in particular I, I don't know why people are just say d3s bad it's just so clear it's so clear that their monster designs are way cooler everything's a humanoid or some sort of basic thing there's nothing exciting about anything you fight that you encounter along the way um so it's got to be blizzard that does it you think that's think, what, that's it i just think they gotta i just think they gotta get their their shit together when it comes to this action rpg um yeah. i think they had some esoteric ideas with diablo 3 for for good or for bad it wasn't well received there's always going to be dissenters with blizzard stuff anyways yeah but yeah i you know i've tried grim dawn um i've looked at the you know the titan quest ragnarok it's funny you, you Take a super old game and put an expansion packet like 20 years later and charge 60 bucks for it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm like, is this really gold? Are they charging this much because it's so amazing? Or are they ripping people off? Because the graphics are the graphics of the time. I'm like,
0: they're ripping people off. Still not bad though. Like that game still weirdly holds up graphically. It's, but, it's okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, we, we came across this a little bit last week in our discussion with World of Warcraft, and it's like, I like World of Warcraft. I need it to, I need them to. I'm kind of done with this gen of graphics. They yeah. can pump this game out for another twenty years, but personally, with all the experiences that are coming out, I feel like, and all the money, you know, if you've subbed from the time that game started till now, I think you're entitled to some some upgrades at some point. You know, some some facelift, not even a face, just a, just a new title. And I think we're hitting that point, to, at least from, I've hit that point. I would say with World of Warcraft, and um, I want that for action RPGs because right now, action RPGs. I don't think they're, I'm not sure where the room is to innovate on what the game style is basically, yeah. you know, like mechanically speaking, what are we doing? That's different. Like, I think we just kind of want, we when you, someone says, I'd really like to play chess. You don't bring a backgammon board over and put chess pieces on it. You know, like they <laughs> just want to play chess. Wait a minute. I mean, Hold on. Say... This
0: idea is an idea. I haven't heard this in a while. No, I'm just kidding. That sounds terrible. <laughs> But when,
2: so when people, when someone says, I want to play a Diablo, I need a good Diablo game, I think of the Blizzard franchise, and I think they want that. And all these innovations, like the Path of Exile stuff's full of bells and whistles, but it's not the core of Diablo, you know? Like, I, I, I understand completely what you're saying is you just want an unadulterated hack-and-slash that's fun, that gives you lots of new stuff to evaluate all the time, that has a good mechanic system that you can... Experiment with the items you get. Like, you know, part of the fun of, of any of these roguelikes is getting random stuff and making the best of whatever you've been offered. All right. All right. And I would say Diablo 3 lacks that. Diablo 3 feels very much, oh, I will get this item. It will roll within a safe amount of stats. And there isn't much I can do because there's only one stat that matters to my class. And 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 that's, you know, decks or intelligent. Like there, there isn't there isn't that much um Professor gear, you know, going on when you you're sitting there going, like, how do I optimize my build with the shit that, uh, sorry, the crap that I've gotten. And it's I, I find Diablo's not like that. Diablo's like, I know what legendaries I want to get, and I will eventually get them as I crank up the torment levels. Yeah. That's not it's not uh there was a video I saw it had to do with World of Warcraft classic. I don't think we need to bring it up here, but one of the things that came up as it is is um having meaningful work to do in your games. And and in Diablo style, meaningful work is that path to getting um, your character optimized with who knows what gear you're going to get. Cause it's all random. And, and so it's <clears throat> an interesting. I don't point. think, I don't think the other companies do it as well. I think path of exile is does do that. Well, that's yeah. the one thing it does really well is I do feel like a scientist when I'm got all my gear and trying to figure out how do I make myself not die now that I've hit X level.
0: Right. Um, Plus that, that giant sp- uh, tree thing helps that as well. Cause it's just so many nuanced little tweaks and changes and, and things that help you build a character doesn't matter that much, honestly. You don't think so? Well, then why is it such? A, why is it the size of Tokyo? They need to break and shrink that thing down if it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, I think it's just their gimm. Like again, I think that's just the gimmick. I think when you're coming up with a game, and you're like, well, people are just going to say our game's Diablo. You come up with some cool stuff to make your own unique twist. Yeah, I guess. I so. think that's where that comes from. Yeah, I don't. And like anyone saying they don't like it, I'm like, I'm not going to argue with it. It doesn't do anything to improve the game. Like the the <laughs> game the gameplay to me is about. Leveling the abilities and matching gear, um, so there's a lot of busy work, and free to play games have a lot of that. You know, have you ever played those dumb card games where you got to evolve your cards? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Why it's so it's such a bad mechanic, but they put it in there just to give you busy work and to give you a fluff. And honestly, See, that skill and, tree is fluff.
1: And that's the thing that's really funny to me is because you just as you as we've been talking about this, I've been thinking about well, what is a gimmick that would get me to try another one? And I just realized there is another kind of action RPG Diablo-like game that I played a ton of, but ultimately bounced out of. And I think it failed. And honestly, I think it failed on the back of its free-to-play mechanics and being a little too complicated with its currency systems. And that's that Marvel Heroes, was it just called? Oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Basically the the Marvel Diablo game, which I thought was a ton of fun. It was amazing. Yeah, It was really, really good. But I think the problem that I had was I played it, and they were really good at updating it, and I played through the main story, and I was like, okay, that was pretty good. Maybe I'll come back to it. And then they did all this work and all this renovation, and I went back into it, and they had refunded all my talent points, and the game was unrecognizable. And suddenly I had all these currencies that did a whole bunch of different things, and I didn't really understand how my character worked. And I just wanted to, well, okay, can I just restart? Can I just delete my character and, and, and go back? And it was, nope, just, no, you did it. You're, we're not going to make you do it again. And I was like, but I want to do it again yeah. because I don't know what I'm doing anymore with this character. And I want to be Spider-Man, but I need I need to start over. Yeah. And I I think that game just got a little too in the weeds with being this ongoing game. Yeah, and game as a service, Rather yeah. than just being a solid game on its own on its own feet yeah. but i also think that's a good direction they could move is everybody wants to be diablo we got to be a dark fantasy uh fighting monsters that sort of game branch out be the one that's sci-fi based be the one that's superhero based like take the gameplay but put it in a genre that's not already got a name associated with it
0: you're making me want to play torchlight too is that weird
1: <laughs> no, I know. you should play Tor- Torchlight 2 Tor- That's
2: one I own that I never really played either. Torchlight and, Two
0: it- is kind of rad, and the and the loot is fast and furious. And I played uh, a lot of one. These are ex- So did I. These are like ex Blizzard Diablo people, and your pet takes shit and sells it for you, which is one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, I like that um, too. It's that uh, might be
2: worth an install and play. Actually. Yeah,
0: maybe that's what I need. I just need to get a little bit of an itch going before. We get an actual announcement, which sounds like we probably will at this BlizzCon, by all accounts. I mean, who knows? I've been saying that for three years. but Anyway, it's a very specific itch, because some people could say, well, you should be playing Dark Souls. That's an action RPG. That's not what I mean, and I know a lot of games are taking that and running with it. Looter shooters are also sometimes referred to as action RPGs, a progression system, lots of action, random loot. They owe was... they owe a lot, you know, like, like Borderlands owes a lot to Diablo in terms of its legacy and what it does. But at the end of the day, those are taking ideas and taking them somewhere else. I'm talking about isometric, top-down view, Diablo-ass Diablo is what I want. And I want
2: it now. How long has it been since you last played 2?
0: Torchlight 2 or Diablo 2? Uh, Diablo 2. Probably... Oh, worth checking out. Yeah, it's but that thing lot runs lot. at a maximum of uh, 1024 by 768. I don't think yeah. I can do that. Yeah. All right. I need, like, I don't blame you, you. like you were saying about graphics, I need, like, if they put out a remaster of that, I would say goodbye. We're done with the show. I'm going to go play Diablo 2 for the rest of my life. Like, I'd do that.
2: Nah,
0: nah. It needs, it needs to be a remake. a remake or something. I just need it out, out of the hitchy, glitchy world of my monitor is only 17 inches and this is my maximum VGA resolution. Like, that's never grown out of that. So, okay, so I'm going to say Bo's right. If it happens again for me in a major, meaningful way, it'll be be Blizzard doing it and doing it right. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to sift through these as time goes on, and maybe once in a while we'll get lucky. Torchlight is really rad, and maybe it's the closest I ever came to, like, oh, my gosh, this is like Diablo in all the best ways, you know?
2: I will say the biggest reason not to play Path of Exile, and this is for everybody out there, is they don't show damage numbers.
3: Mm.
2: It drives me nuts. You can't turn that on? That's nuts. You can't do that. It's just not available. And I've seen people, you know, they defend their favorite things. I think when I was looking it up online, they're like, oh, the numbers would be so crazy. You wouldn't want to see all that. I'm like, if you played Diablo 3, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. You can do it. <laughs> and some of us just like seeing those numbers. We just have a need to do it. Mm. I remember being like, when I was very young, I wanted to pump gas when I grew up. Yeah. Because the old gas machines weren't digital. They had like the <laughs> spinny numbers and I loved watching the numbers.
0: That's a, that's Seriously, a one very of my interesting thing
2: to do was to go to the gas station and I go to the window, like a dog to look at the numbers going tick, tick 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 and I'm like, Diablo is like that, but I can. I, I'm just like, I need the numbers. I need the numbers. They give me joy.
0: What a fascinating <laughs> insight into why you like watching those numbers. Are you like that I mean, with I like? Just, uh, t- tickers my first and- toy was a calculator. I used to like just
2: playing on with calculators, inseparable. When oh I was, my lord! Like, I didn't know what I was doing with it, but I just loved it. So
0: all right, that's awesome. I like
2: numbers. I like watching numbers. Math, not you know, that's okay. But just watching them change is fun for me.
0: So if you could pick, besides Blizzard. Any other working dev today that you trust and like to make the best possible Diablo-like possible? Who would it be? I say Obsidian, but who would you guys pick? Like someone you like and trust.
2: Like out of all developers?
0: Yeah, let's say they're not doing anything else right now. Their only job is to make a really great isometric action RPG in the vein of Diablo a fantasy game. Or science fiction, I don't care. Whatever, just... Something like that. What would you pick?
2: I don't know. Who else does? Who like who else does it? That's done it that good. I guess Nobody is the
0: problem, say. right? So maybe it's a bat. Maybe it's a terrible question. I just I think Obsidian. So right
2: now, I'm just like super excited about Cyberpunk 2020. So I'm like. CD Projekt Red, <laughs> but they've never made one, so I mean, like, it seems like a bad pick. Because,
1: oh, I yeah. don't know,
0: dude. A Witcher I, action I RPG think... would—I'd play the shit out of a Witcher game. It's set in that space.
1: That could be super cool, and actually, I think it might be a good fit. know <laughs>
2: yeah. but... part of the Witcher is the investigation in an action RPG. The best investigation com- would be like, I think it's a vampire. I think it's a troll. Oh,
0: I smell blood. It's 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 a they could make it work because they've made it work for board games. It made they made it work for that weird uh, top-down play it with the uh, like
2: turbo investigation. It's like you're just I actually blood.
1: wouldn't mind a slower pace action RPG. Everybody always ramps it up. We got to go quick. We got to go big. We got to go huge. I, agree. I wouldn't mind somebody rolling it back to that style of game at a slightly slower pace because I feel like there is a weird like gap between take like what Diablo does and then take like what a Baldur's Gate is, where it's kind of that slow pause fest. Yeah. I think there's a middle ground there that could be a lot of fun where it's not we're gonna give you 80 party members you're gonna have to manage and pause every second to control and just say, no, it's one character. It's not gonna be a nonstop slash fest, but you will have a interesting world, an interesting story, interesting things to do. And uh, you know, slower than Diablo, faster than Divinity or Baldur's Gate.
0: Yeah, I think I agree yeah. with John. I like something more I, I agree in the middle. That, that
2: would be a good game, and I would want to see that. Yeah. But
0: I think again when I'm thinking
2: Diablo, and this might just be Diablo three, but I just I'm in that place where my eyes are bleeding from all the. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so I just feel like I, I just feel like turbo action sort of speaks to the genre, but I, I don't think there's anything.
0: I think that game also
2: sounds good. But
0: John's going John's to like what I say about hunt the showdown because I, imagine I'm looking forward. To yeah. It. Imagine hunt the showdown. Imagine well, I'll tell you about it when we get to games. But imagine okay. a shooter that has the that has the the the, the um, strategy you're talking about, John, which is, hey, what if we don't go full simulation survival sim die all the time, you know, game? What if we don't go that direction entirely? And what if we don't go all the way in Arcade Land either? What yeah. if we found somewhere in the middle that really gives you best of both and I feel like Hunt does that, which I'll describe in detail when we get to it. I'm a little blown away by how cool that game is.
1: So, trying to figure out which studio is hard for me because right now I feel so let down by so many studios. Yeah. I mean, like we're in a very special place when I sit there and I go, "Oh, man, I don't even want to say Blizzard." point right um so like my i mean my default answer to most things back in the day would have been bioware blizzard um you know these companies that have a little more history now i don't think it it matters as much but i do think what i want more than anything um maybe even more than a new diablo is i want someone to step into that arena and make that like big I mean, I'm a Marvel fan, so I'll say Marvel superhero action RPG. It's been something that's been around since the Ultimate Alliance stuff. And I know because we've already got people in the chat talking about it. Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming out on Switch. I It's not really I'm pretending it doesn't exist because I don't have a switch, so I'm not going to get to play it. Right. So I, I want a PC experience of that. I want a huge roster of potential characters to play. I want it to be big and bombastic, like what Bo said he wants you know, I want to play Wolverine and just carve through things like it's nothing. Uh, and I think that's probably what I want more than anything at the moment, because I feel like that is a world that is so like it's tailor made for that genre. Yeah. Like when you think about what superheroes can do and stuff like that, it's just the perfect place to put that. And, uh, you know, you can, if you're doing it right, uh, with a superhero game, you know it comes from comic books. So you can go with a kind of timeless art style to those kinds of games, mm-hmm. and you can make it look comic booky and cartoony, and it will look good for forever. And you can get a lot of replayability out of a game like that.
0: Yeah, I think
2: that would, I I think I agree. Um, have you um yeah. have you uh sorry if I'm changing the subject. No, you're suddenly, good. But go ahead. You tried uh, Pagan Online.
0: Uh, no, but a bunch of people keep saying you should try Pagan Online, and then I go look at it in Steam, and it has like horrendous reviews, um, but not bomb bomby review bomby ones, just like actual well thought out opinions of why it's bad. And so I'm yeah. a little, uh, dis- I'm a little. I saw those
2: too. I mean, it looks pretty good, and it's by the Wargaming .net that's published by them. Yeah, it does the world World of War Tanks or whatever, and, sure. and all that stuff. I like those guys. Uh, it's an early access, so again, finished product from early release. I don't know, what... But... I mean it looks
0: graphically pretty nice. It looks, it looks yeah, nice. graphically it does look nice. Um the speed at which things are happening make me think that it's got a smooth kind of Diablo thing happening. Yeah. Um I mean But
2: there's a lot of negatives in it. I just wondered if you'd tried it or not. Because, no, not
0: yet. I meant to and didn't I mean what is this thing? Like twenty bucks? Yeah, it's I it's it's probably worth trying and then if I don't like it I can, you know, do a refund and wait till it gets better or whatever, but um it looks It that, also a the, the, yeah. lot of the positive comments keep making a point that um, the the uh, devs are extremely uh, active with helping people or, you know, helping with uh, people know where they're at in development and making changes and tweaks and updates and improving performance and all that sort of stuff. So that's always good to see. But it does say it uses a WASD control system, which I immediately went no i don't want that at all and it's uh, it's all uh, in my other game do that um what's that game called the the fighting game yeah but that one's more like a shooter you just happen to have this weird top-down camera on it like it doesn't play like diablo otherwise okay i i it may it shouldn't be such a a non-starter for me but for whatever reason and almost all these reviews mention it good or bad they're like I'm fine with the WASD logic, but, there's, but the logic for using that isn't what you need to move or dodge, blah, blah, blah. They got There are people that are for it and against it in these reviews, um, but that p- turned me off. I just went, I, dude, let me click and then click more and then do some clicking, you know?
2: I, I would say, like, maybe that's just what we want from a Diablo game is the mouse control, but I would say um, it's kind of limiting because one of the things that the WASD does is it, allow, it does allow you, I think, to more readily put in in dodge and movement mechanics, it's not easy doing... You know, we we do that in Heroes. as trained Heroes players. When you see the gravity laps come out, you click up, you click right. But Diablo games and those kinds of games are not really designed to have a lot of dodge fidelity. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got a movement ability, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I could see, like, the boss is about to wind up and hit this area. Having, like, some roll mechanics in it or something like that. Or, or sidestep. Would to me sounds interesting because the one thing i will say that is a criticism of diablo and all they're like is that sometimes boss fights or tough encounters are just you just standing there pushing your buttons over and over yeah. again yeah. like and there, there's fun in that but i don't feel like there's a lot you can do long term and they want to make these games long term and I i just don't think that's it's really challenging and again but maybe it's not the point of the genre and what we want out of it i don't know i think you can
1: see that though in diablo 3 for for consoles because you can roll in that game and it's great It makes the console version of Diablo 3 feel real good. Not to say that's the only way I would ever want to play it but anytime I boot it up on the PC I think about that. I'm like oh man it felt so good when you're playing on console and you can roll and do dodges and stuff like that. You don't need to because the game's not designed around letting you do it but I remember at BlizzCon I went and checked out Diablo on consoles because it was my first chance to try the PS4 mm-hmm. and I really wanted to do that. So they were like, "Oh, you looking forward to this game on PS4?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. I just want to hold the PS4 controller. Thank you." Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot that but, was the
0: year that we hadn't even seen a PS4 controller yet. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about and
1: that. And so I was just like, I want to see it. So me and some other guy, we got on there trying Reaper of Souls on the on the PS4 and Me and a total stranger bonded over just rolling around like a couple of idiots, just rolling through barrels and just, ah, this is the most fun, and seeing enemies, and we were just rolling everywhere we went, Uh, and it was great. It was a really fun experience, and I'm with Scott on I hate WASD, but I'm also with you, Bo, because that is something that's kind of controller-specific for me, and it adds a whole different depth to those sorts of games that I really enjoy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd say boss fights are really lacking because of the lack of movement ability in Diablo games.
0: Yeah, so there's like a a lot of sort of dodgy things that this lets you do that you couldn't do otherwise. I guess that's their thinking. Maybe this will support controllers. A lot of these games do. Um, There's no reason even Blizzard didn't do it uh, retroactively other than they didn't want to spend the manpower or time to bring it to PC just because it's the same damn game. They could have easily put those controls in there. But the point is... uh, I'm watching some of this Pagan right now. It looks really cool. It does. That's why I remember seeing it going like, oh. I didn't know it was Wargaming. I just
2: thought, oh. I'll try
0: it. Maybe I'll just go for it and try it. I don't know.
2: I mean, Maybe watch a Let's Play or a demo. It it is early access, so I wouldn't rush out and try it. I mean, I, I would just see how development goes and get it as it gets closer.
0: Yeah, that's probably the way to do it. I mean, John made a point that I don't want to lose here, which is... um. These are these games are made now with the thing in mind of having a service, and I fully expect Diablo Four will be that as well. Um, oh, yeah. They want these things to last forever and be a platform. Path of Exile was, you know, smart to do it. Blah blah blah. But they in, that inherently makes these games per near impossible to approach if you didn't get in early and it's two years later and you're thinking about it. Um, you just have this constant feeling of oh, I'm in the old and stupid content. The the MMO thing happens, you know, where you're just, you're not caught up. You're not where everyone else is. It just is kind of frustrating, and you don't understand the systems that replace the old systems, and, like, they just all run that risk. Whereas Diablo 3 just sort of improved and got better and made sense, and it wasn't, you know, tons of new kinds of content, and what we did get new content was, like, a traditional expansion plus patches, and I don't know, I guess... I guess these games have always been that to me. So when they start going games as a service, I realize that that means a long development tale where they, you know, when I approach them later, or even if you quit and come back, you just are like, "What the hell happened here? What's going on?" So yeah, I, I'm kind I of
1: know. sick of games of as a service, honestly. Like I, I think the next Diablo should be it because Diablo is a game I want to play for the foreseeable future. They have kind of grafted that onto diablo 3 in a way that's enjoyable but i mean i think i talked a lot about it when i was being kind of harsh on mortal kombat and the thing is is like i don't want mortal kombat to be a game as a service and but i know that there are mortal kombat fans that are crazy about it that you know that's probably their deal but it feels like every single time a game comes out nowadays they have to plan this multi-year tale as like this is going to be the only game you play for the next 2 to 3 years until we do another one and i can't keep up with it right. you know you it's not sustainable <laughs> yeah. and what happens is you experience very surface level and then you have to bounce onto something else or you have to dive in and it's just like oh i'm super in the weeds with this game and I can't get out of it because they've got me on their little cycle and I'm going through it and I want to get off the treadmill, but I can't. And I am I I loved the new God of War so much. And there's a part of me that every day expects there to be like, here's the DLC, the continuing adventures of Kratos and Boy. But they didn't do it. They just said, no, this is the story we're telling. Here it is. This is it we're done yeah and i got to the end of that game and was just craving more and i've been craving more since then but they said no we're done they added a couple things a new game plus mode and stuff like that but nothing as far as like and this is why you'll be playing this game every day for the next 17 years they just said we've told our story and we're moving you probably i I love
0: that someday you'll get that they'll come back to you and say here's god of war 2 or whatever they call it Right. and and you'll and you'll have had a four or five year wait and you'll be like man that was so worth it that game was awesome and you're going to appreciate the fact that the absence made your heart grow fonder right i feel like it, the the sad thing is the money is in the service model and so we're all going kind of to be enforced there nobody's making these standalone things or they're making less of them so i don't know someone'll crack that egg it's probably going to be blizzard it's probably going to be diablo 4 <laughs> or something that may they make that probably rights the ship. Um I, right now I'm not, I'm not feeling super confident in anybody getting it right including Blizzard given all the stuff we have going on right now but if someone's going to pull it off it'll probably end up being them. Oh, that was a good topic. Look at us all sweaty after that. That was great.
2: What <laughs> I mean, places but we brought it home eventually. We really yeah. did.
0: We really did. Here's this. <laughs> Uh, there's, we got some stuff in here about Baldur's Gate 3 and D&D are learning from each other. That's interesting. Who wrote this? Was this you, Bo?
1: Uh, I, I did. John,
0: explain uh, your position yeah. here.
1: So the new Baldur's Gate 3 that we all saw the teaser for, that sweet teaser where a man turns into a, a mind flayer, um, is going to be using the fifth edition rules for D&D, which is... Also, pretty exciting because that's the version of D anD D we've all been playing on. Uh, but it turns out that them working together uh, has actually kind of created a unique kind of partnership and way to work. So I read this story on Kotaku, and they they basically reported that uh, fifth edition. They they did some recent polling, finding out, hey, you know, what are some classes that people you know aren't enjoying or aren't feeling up to snuff. And almost universally, people said, ah, we're not really liking how Rangers felt. And the fact that they had this development team working on a game using the same rule set, they literally had developers over there say, yeah, we wanted to talk to you about that. This class doesn't feel like it's performing correctly. So you've got the people who designed the game product talking to the people who designed the tabletop product, and they're actually hitting the same problems in both their unique areas and talking together about ideas and things like that. And, uh, as a result, it has kind of subtly been revealed that there will be, and there has been a correction and an addendum to the story. There will be additions made to the Ranger class, uh, to hopefully make them a little more appealing in certain ways because video games can get patched and, you know, rule books can't,
2: uh, I think they had a lot of the Ranger in Five E has a lot of mechanics that don't work in a video game too. Like it's very imagination based. That's interesting.
0: I'd never heard that before. They're not very translatable into uh, games. Rangers.
1: I mean, there's uh,
2: the fifth edition version. They have some abilities. I think were mentioned. I don't remember what they were. It's just not coming to me. But it was something like
1: favored terrain. You can't get lost in a desert. I think is what they shout out. And it's like, okay, well then you don't get lost in the desert you know what okay how does does that make for a compelling gameplay yeah
2: i mean if there was they're doing something on the order of witcher and it was very narrative based you could probably see that coming up like if you take the mind control trick it comes up all the time in dialogue options Mm -hmm. but i don't i just don't yeah i don't i don't see that coming up and that so. It, what's funny about the correction is that um, the guy who they were speaking with was Mike Merles. I don't know if he's CEO or president, but he's like the head guy, right? He's the head honcho for the D and D line. Mike Merles. At, hmm. Mike Merles. Okay. But he's he often goes online and says stuff that's inaccurate. <laughs> this is my, it was my impression from something like Mike Merles being Mike Merles again. Okay. Um, because there's a guy Jeremy Crawford who's their senior rules manager. So he's he's the guy. He's the wet blanket. You know, when you say, why can't you do this stuff? He's like, no, the rules are this. So his <laughs> response to the tweet was, nope, period. <laughs> Kotaku was like, hey, Larry the, there, uh, Larian's changing Rangers, and then Wizards is going to change it for the rules. And then he's just like, nope, really? Nope. <laughs> wow. uh, he did so, clarify
1: a little more. He said he was referring to the alternative class features we we're exploring for various classes, including the Ranger, these would be optional rules, not a redesign of the class. Hmm.
2: Yeah, so I think we're talking like subclass, like archetype, because in fifth edition right now, so in our D&D campaign that we play on, there will be dungeons on Saturdays, there will be dungeons.com if you want to check it out. Yep. Uh, our Tiefling, our Queen Hope, uh, is actually a dexterity fighter, which means they use ranged weapons and dexterity based attacks. That's normally They'll like what? Like, from- a,
0: like a wood elf freaking shooting a bow and stuff but instead she's right like, yeah.
2: yeah but so one of the things i understand is that the fighter class is a, in a dex build um so ranged weapons archers performs better than an actual ranger whose class identity is pretty much hunting you know yeah, bow. yeah. yeah. <laughs> rangers pretty pretty fixed in her mind what a ranger is they like the wild they probably shun cities they know stuff about nature and they shoot arrows yeah, there's no there's no ranger walking around with a you know uh, a, a billy club like a cleric does, right? And a holy book or anything like that. You know, like they so so it's problematic. I think if if anyone was to say I want to play a good ranged character that's really min max to be super effective with like a bow, I would tell them to play a dexterity fighter and not a ranger.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah. all right, that's actually- so yeah.
2: Anyway, so this came up, but it is interesting. When your game, I guess, when you design a game and then another company looks at it and goes like,
1: eh, it this doesn't work." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can, can you can you fix this so that hey, we're, can be we're better? literally both running into the same problems. It's uh, it's fascinating to see that. Oh, the rules guys. Over. No
0: rules are rules. They're set in stone.
1: Mm. How dare you, sir?
0: I mean, yeah. yeah, rules are rules, but it is interesting to see them learn from each other. And they did say it that. Um, maybe you just mentioned this, but they said at the PC gaming conference at E3, uh, they asked him what rule set uh, you're using. I think Day9 asked that, and he said 5th edition. Just came immediately, said 5th edition. So if anyone at home is like, what are you? Gonna, what are they going to use? Is this going to be like Baldur's Gate 2, where they were using, what, 2.5, or who knows what that was? Um, Yeah, straight up 5th edition rules that we're all working with today, which I think is fine, right? You're not going to go backwards and use no, old rule I've, sets. they've...
1: They've really gotten behind 5th edition in a big way, and it's been very successful for them. I think it makes the most sense to, to go off of
2: it. I think it's, it's the first property that uses 5th edition. I don't think any games ever used 4th edition. Could be wrong about that. My no. sense is no, that they've still been just running 3 or 3.5 in games. <laughs> so it's, it's also nice to see them stop using 3rd edition and use a different one. Yeah. Thank you.
0: That is nice. Well done, guys. Oh, really? This is the first they'll use 5th with? That's crazy. I don't yeah. think there were any games that used any
2: fourth edition rules. Now, yeah, some of the else? board games might be fifth edition relatable, or that even that little, you know the turn based one that you you bought what bought it for me. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, the uh,
0: Candle Deep uh, Tales of Candle Deep or whatever it is. Yeah, I love I think that one.
2: That might even be based on third edition, but it, I'm not a hundred percent sure. It might actually be on fifth edition rules. I think is there advantage in it?
0: Uh, yes, you do get advantage, and uh,
2: that's okay. That's based on
0: five e because advantage is like a five e only. Thing. There's no other editions have advantage. So that thing's based Um, on a board game of the same name, but the board game supposedly sticks very strongly to the rules it lifts from its D &D source. And so, as far as I know, that game is pretty adherent to that. But you can also tweak some of it too. So I guess it's not entirely strict strict about it. But
2: they tend to make that stuff so it makes for a better board game a lot of the time too. So, but I don't know. I haven't played any of my only problem with that game
0: is they doesn't support. cloud saves across platforms so if you have it on linux or Uh mac and your pc version no matter which version you're playing you're not gonna you get cloud syncs for the version you're playing but it doesn't synchronize between platforms and it irritated the hell out of me for some reason but it's a cool game i recommend it still it's good it's got one of those lizard people that has wings what are their names what are they called
2: lizard people with wings. not
0: lizard like what are they? I don't even know what to call her. She, she mine, the lady in mine looks like uh, she has wings and she's kind of snake-like. I think she has a tail. There is also a lizard, lizard folk in it, so it's not that. It's a different kind of thing. I forgot the name. Anyway, that's a no, cool game. Another one T. No, I can't remember. But if people are looking for like a low impact sort of fun D and D questy thing that I think translates to video games really well, I think that thing's awesome. It's really fun to play. Mm, it, was, it was fun. Tales of Candle Deep, something, something, something. Available now. All right. Uh, well, there you go. That's some fun stuff. We're always uh, dealing with the D&D, so why not? Uh, we have a Discord. I don't know if you guys all knew that. It's uh, available to everybody. You don't have to do anything to get into it except just go to the link and click. And you can find that over at frogpants.com slash core uh We still have the heroes dot com website that just takes you there, so you'll all get forwarded there no matter what. But no matter what, you can go there. You click on the Discord link, and boom, you're in. You guys should join because we get some cool questions, like this one from Pigfur. <laughs> yep, nailed it. Think it's just pigfur? Might be pigfur. I don't know. It's pigfur. P G P G H F U F U R. Anyway, it says if you could tell your younger self one thing about future, the future of gaming, what would it be? John, you should answer that. What would you tell, What would you go back and tell little Johnny there in uh, sixth grade? What, what what would you tell him about the future?
1: Uh, I would tell him. Uh, I would tell him you're going to be uh, really. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweak this a little bit. I'm gonna tweak it to I get to do that thing where you bring one game into the past and show your past self. Oh, okay. And what I wanna do is I wanna bring that new <laughs> um the redone Quake 2. Yeah. With the with the newest graphic card settings, the ray tracing. Oh yeah. I wanna bring it to him and I wanna say, Hey, tell your parents <laughs> to get you a voodoo three card because this is what it looks like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just mess with him you're gonna dick with him is what you're gonna do (laughs) yeah look at how good quake three looks all right doesn't it look good you just Uh, need a better voodoo card you can do it
0: i like your future also i think the question's hard and it's just kind of at a base level because by showing them something from the future of gaming you're leaving out all the iterative steps it took to get there there are no giant leaps so that would be hard for me so what i would do is I would cheat here as well, and I would take my uh, Oculus Quest back with me. Yeah. And I would put it on his dumb 10-year-old head and say, look, you're like Lawnmower Man or whatever (laughs) movie was out then that I would have referenced. And I said, look, it actually freaking works. Like, this is, VR's coming, so be ready for it one day. Because that's one example of where we're at where it did seem to make a, a big jump kind of all of a sudden in the, you know mid 2010s we were just like whoa vr is here and up till then it was a lot of pie in the sky wishful thinking you know bad headset things that were just like led
1: uh, i played dactyl nightmare <laughs> when i was little right i play.
0: i bought that or i tried or bought or i can't remember how we had it but we had that sega had a thing that you could run on the genesis and it was just utter shit it was the worst thing it's not <laughs> vr but for some reason i just couldn't Get over the fact that there was like a screen in there and it was, I could close out the rest of the world. Tiny little steps, but you know, to be able to take VR back now and go, dude, look how far we've come. My my 10 year old self would just be shocked out of his mind. So that's probably what I'd do. Bo, what would you take back to little Bo?
2: Mm, I, it- I don't know that it, I'd probably take some esports footage back. <laughs> that's
0: cool. Because I like it. Why would you just take I a think, video of of Diablo numbers? I, flying I actually
2: up? think I was of the right age if I hadn't bailed, or if I just knew, if I just knew, like internet wasn't what it was today. Yeah, I didn't realize people at that time were playing esports for money, for competing in that way. I didn't learn about it till I felt you know long after the fact, and then before I was over the hill. I think if I had known at that age mm-hmm. and told myself not to listen to the pressures of others because a lot of people i really enjoy gaming and a lot of people in my life told me it was you know for children and nerds who sat in the basement so i had a lot of that influence in my life and um i just tell them not to listen to it look at esports and do this because i think i think i'm pretty skilled at games but i'm 40 i don't play esports at 40 i think i just with the right encouragement or right path i Could have been a contender. Could have been a
0: contender. What if I was? What if (laughs) we are wrong about the cap? What if there's no such thing? What if we think it's only for 19 to 22 year olds and then they're out? What if? What if Bo at 40 could just knock it out and kill it? No,
2: you can't because, like, even like now when I sit in games, like it's like, oh, my side doesn't feel right, and I'm like, oh, it's age. you know like
3: just, it's, it's age
2: i've been infected
1: like, with age
2: i mean it's all it is really you know like just little discomforts that like you don't think about or you walk it off like you just feel to, be able to used to be rambunctious and hurt myself and do all kinds of stuff now just existing starting to take its toll what so. if
0: i went back and told myself my former my kid self that uh uh Duke Nukem 3 uh Duke Nukem forever is shit. Don't worry about it. If they start talking about it and talk about how long it takes, don't even care cuz it
1: it was bad. That would be a good one. Yeah. Little younger John Jagger spent a lot of time worrying about what was going to go on with the esteemed Duke Nukem license and I think we could have quelled that pretty early.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. All right, well that's a fun question. How about this one from Tomahawk 3. Oct 1 and 2 did not participate in today's questions. If you could tell your younger... Oh, wait, that's the same guy. Did I do that <laughs> wrong? Oh, it's the same question. No,
1: it's different, no, it's different people. One, they riffed on each oh, other. Oh, oh, okay.
0: If you could tell your younger self to spend less time playing one game, what game would that be? <laughs> that's hard. Okay, I know one. Uh, Anarchy Online.
3: Okay. That was a waste of yeah. my time.
0: I, I had, I, you know, I shouldn't say that. I was having fun. I played with friends. Very early MMO. Busted to hell and back. Never really was great, but it, it kind of had a cyberpunk thing, and I liked that vibe, and it was before WoW, and, you know, before we really figured this stuff out. I spent a lot of time in that game that I kind of wish I would have used somewhere else, so that's as close as I've got, because most of the time I don't regret any of my game time. I enjoy video games.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say I think everyone's pretty quick to bail on games that they're not enjoying.
0: Yeah, if you don't like the only it, people leave. Right, comes in, in
2: from like maybe spending too much time in an MMO. But I don't really feel that way about. I mean, the big MMOs I played are World of Warcraft and PlanetSide. And yeah, I, I there's parts of me that wish I was playing a game that I was that into like in that way right now, but I'm just not. So. <laughs>
1: all my game regrets are mmo related i just realized (laughs) because i can think of three that i want to say stay away from it so first most obvious stay away from star trek online simply try to save myself a couple of bucks there um but honestly i was a dumb kid at the time i bought that i mean i wouldn't
2: you don't got to rationalize it. To we get it. You get it. I'm totally just Fun. saying
1: Fun. like that money would have gone somewhere else and it wouldn't have been as good anyway. It and it was 250. It I just want place. to put
0: this out there. What was 250 was the lifetime deal? Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, something like that. I don't know. It's a lot yeah. of money. So it's, anyway. it's only
2: like, no, but really it's only like 20. What's the, <laughs> what do you eat? Badger, badger, badger. What's the thing you're drinking? <laughs> Baja Badger,
1: uh, a, a Mountain Dew, a Baja Blast, <laughs> a Baja Blast, a Baja
2: um, Badger. You know, but like, where did you order though? You ordered food with it.
1: Yeah. yeah. What did you get? Uh, I got their uh, nacho fries box. How much
2: does How much does it cost you?
1: I don't know.
2: Is it like ten bucks though? Like, no, I don't. It's apartment. not.
1: It's not ten bucks. It's probably around. I don't know six. Maybe? Yeah,
2: five. Oh my six. god, you guys are insane! It, it, for you're in America, right? Like, every, you guys get fast food for like dirt cheap. Fast food here is like twenty dollars.
0: Well, it depends on where you go. Like the, the Taco Bell, notoriously cheaper than anywhere else. If you do what it I was right.
2: trying to say is that it's like twenty trips to McDonald's. If you think about it that way, it's not that big of a deal. It's only two hundred fifty
0: bucks. How much if you went to McDonald's and got like a Big Mac combo meal? What would you pay in Canada?
2: Big Mac combo meal probably run me fourteen fifteen
1: bucks. Jeez Louise! Really? Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's because our money's be a... worth
2: nothing compared to yours. Because oh. pr- in American money, first of all, it's probably like ten bucks American.
0: Not even that. In
2: ten or nine. Less. No, i was in this money. Like oh, if I was oh, to oh, give them oh. American money, you know, oh, gotcha. it would convert. Yeah. And then also, like, I've been to the States. Like, you're it's like you're giving away the McDonald's. Like, it's the same. Ladies, like, come get fifteen McChickens for two dollars. And I'm just like, How do you guys manage this? Yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> the know. Only, how we the do
1: The only one I remember was that growing up and this it doesn't cost this now it's it's more expensive because of inflation was a double quarter pounder with cheese meal at McDonald's back in the day cost me six dollars and sixty six cents. I always remembered that price because it always felt like an omen. Oh, it's like so, de- the devil's
0: <laughs> the devil's fast food is what you had there,
1: right? Like, congratulations, you've ordered devil food. Please pull up to the drive through and pay. Yeah, Diablo 4 uh, confirmed. Yeah. You're gonna pay the devil's price for this one, John. Um, <laughs> now it's like eight something.
0: Yeah, but. it's it's changed. I mean, it definitely inflation happens, but we're we're uh, clearly we are spoiled here. When it comes to food prices, because gosh dang, fifteen bucks for a Big Mac combo is a is a a Subway Subway's
2: fifteen bucks for a foot long.
1: Jeez, wow. Okay, so that is like less Star Wars or Star Trek online. Yeah, yeah. I would say this one will be controversial because some people look back on it fondly. No, on Star on Star Wars Galaxies was that it the first MMO? Oh yeah, Star Wars
0: Galaxies was the first Star Wars MMO. Yeah. You
1: yeah. regret that. I was so excited for it. Bo, I'll get you on my side with this comment. I gave up planet side to get into that. Oh. I had prime planet side time. I could have continued had I not dropped planet side to get into galaxy. And it was a mistake.
2: Yeah. The freaking Vanu were hitting one of our home cons like uh Serol,
1: and we needed mm-hmm. people to defend it. You weren't there to answer the call. Nope. Yeah, and I was Terran Republic just like you. I could have been there, man. I could have been in your in your team. You little I could have been helping, squad. but I yeah, wasn't. You couldn't. I was in Star Wars Galaxies trying to figure out how to be a Jedi and <laughs> swimming on Endor for some reason. So
0: I've been watching our our friend friend of the show Steve Hamaker. I don't know if he's still listening to us or not. He probably was there earlier. I um, yeah. oh, was he here tonight. Oh,
1: yeah, he was. He was there at the start of the show.
0: He may he may be getting oh, on hi, the podcast. Steve. But Hello. Steve, if you're there, I watched Steve stream a whole bunch of Star Wars Galaxies recently. He's on some kind of like. Not to throw him under the bus, but on some, you know, not officially sanctioned server, obviously, because the game's no longer in production or, you know, service uh-huh. or whatever. And um he was really into it. Like going for it, he got his he got his lightsaber, went the whole Jedi route, which was a nightmare, if you remember to do. Yeah. Uh and he loves it. Just loves that thing. I'm sure that game has its fans, but I'm kind of with John. It just was too janky for its own good and too too obtuse it was weird that was a weird effing game and in the light of wow being so successful they tried to turn that beast around to make it something simpler to be more competitive to a broader market and a and of course that just pissed off their base and what a sad messy sad mess that whole it story. was, got
1: unf- one. It was got unfortunate
0: one. yeah uh, i have one Oh, well, I'll have? let you
1: finish, but I have one. Okay. Okay, my last one. This yeah. is my last one. Okay. EverQuest Two. Oh. I want to just tell myself it's not. It doesn't win. It, <laughs> you, you're right now. You're gambling between this and WoW.
0: Yeah. It's, not it's a mistake. Two. EverQuest Two is not. I mean, okay. I know it still has its fans, and that's great. I love the dedicated little group that thinks EverQuest Two is still rad. I could. I. I played. I don't know five hours, and that's the best I could do. And I wanted that five hours back. All right, Bo. What do you got? Matrix Online. Oh, jeez. I played Matrix. that a lot.
2: I was in the beta. I was super stoked. I loved the Matrix films. All of them wanted to get in on that and gave it more time than I should have.
0: That thing was poopski. Yeah. It was poop. Did and you ever do... Did you go really there w- want- when they shut it down? Were you one of those players that showed up on the last day kind of thing? I, I was going to do so. that. No. I, I, I don't think so.
2: Um, I, had, I had finally come to the conclusion that this game was just a turd. You were going to rubber band like constantly...
0: It just yeah. It was not good. Yeah, was there's a reason good. it didn't stick around. Uh, City of Heroes, I keep bringing it up in the chat. I do not regret a minute I spent in City of Heroes. I Me love that neither. game. Yeah. yeah, love that game. That game was great. And I and I know there's that weird server and that there's stuff. I, I I get it. I'm not gonna play it now, but I do think of that fondly, and wish that character creator was like on my phone or something. <laughs>
1: They made all our There Will Be Dungeons characters in that character creator not too long ago. Yeah, someone I did. Don't, I don't remember the name of, of who did it, but that was super cool. Somebody on that secret server went through and made all of our characters in City of Heroes and gave them appropriate abilities and you know the whole, the whole nine yards, and it was amazing that it was still that effective.
0: I saw that, and it looked amazing. And then John went and did the same thing in the character creator in the latest uh, Soul Calibur game. And I went, man, this is so great. So I went and did it in, um, oh, what was the game that uh, the Sims guy put out that you could make all the characters in? Uh, Spore. I went into Spore and made it. The problem is, it's just all penises. So sorry, I didn't (laughs) let anyone know, but it's just a bunch of penises. That's all you can make in Spore. Or
1: the lack of a penis for your characterization of Nash.
0: That's right. Spore is a penis generator. Nash just didn't even exist in this world because he has no penis. Wait, I think I
2: played Spore. I don't remember
0: there being penises. Oh, you could, dude, you could go full dickery in that game. <laughs> yeah. Let's okay. see if I can find well, it's been, some. It's
2: been a while, and I didn't play it that much, so I don't know. Spore I don't, penis. I'm a horse in this debate.
0: If you just do like... Did
1: you just Google Spore penis? I
0: did even yeah. worse. I did, uh, I did I that YouTube. On you. <laughs> okay,
1: Congratulations. Now I got... You're now on a watch list. I'll give
0: you... Here's one for you, okay? Hold on. I'm going just... to... Just, just
1: to. don't, don't.
0: I don't want to see gangrene penis. It's not like that. It's, it's. This is on YouTube, so it's allowed there. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it in the chat. So chat, look at the. Uh, this this isn't even. And this isn't even a penis. This is just the dude with a. Is that on. an actual spore race? Yeah, you can. No, you make everything in spore. You construct. You make it. So. And you, I'm, I'm looking at a butt hole
2: like an anus yeah right now. yeah this I, I didn't find a penis it's a one. bipedal man who i guess has to be bent over whose <laughs> spinal cord is designed to be bent over yeah and
0: yeah have you not seen this hold this on this is no. a nightmare hold on i got
2: better ones i mean it's not that bad there's no fluid or warts or anything
0: here's a better
2: one here <laughs> I never, did. I didn't do this when I played Spore.
0: Yeah, no, this was the fun of that game is the character or the creature creator thing. Just let they you make the, the a, most horrible a, a emergent things. Gameplay, emergent gameplay. Sure, sure, that's fun to call it that. Um, but you could make everything from like semi-realistic looking people to, and and give them wieners, or the creatures could all be wieners, as you can see from this wiener fest this guy made. Like this is just that. Oh, was, the two the two wieners are singing to each other. Yeah, it's a loving tribute to the world of Spore wieners. Anyway,
1: Spore still a video game. Yep. Uh, can how can play. I
0: get? How, why would I get suspended for this? It's a it's a video game you can stream. You can go stream Spore,
1: right? I hope so. <laughs>
2: Uh, we've got another doctor, uh, mustache incident. On no, sorry guys. No, no. The
1: morning stream isn't going to be on for a while because Scott decided the only, to do the show the only place Creed. you're going to
2: see Scott for the next month is Kotaku. <laughs> I'm
0: going to get me and So sit down for an interview and, uh, see what comes out of that. All right. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a video game. You can go play right now on steam. I don't think there's any rules that they have. This, they don't have a special section that goes, Uh, section, subsection B six spore in particular lets you make a wiener. Please don't make a wiener and show it on your stream. I don't think they do that. I I, I could be wrong, but I could, I don't think that's a thing. All right. Uh, next question. We'll bleep it out. Wannabe Yonko wrote in says, can we agree that whatever you stand, wherever you stand on the Epic store exclusivity debate, the Shenmue three situation is straight up wrong. Meaning that that thing is apparently exclusive there.
1: Yeah, so the, the full story to that is is that they did a Kickstarter for Shenmue 3. Uh, when they were proposing the platforms that it would be available on, Steam was listed as, you know, possible PC platform, and everybody assumed that that would be the case, and now they have sold the rights to Epic for one year of exclusivity to the Epic Store, mm-hmm. and so there's a bunch of people who are... Steam-only users that are now feeling like they've been slighted, uh, but the developers are standing by, look, a Kickstarter is not a promise. Like, the announcement is officially it's coming to the Epic Store. We made you no guarantees when you Kickstarted this that it was going to be on any platform, so sorry. Hmm. That's horse, horse, horse. Hold on, though.
0: I don't... I guess I'm not having the not problem. I'm not saying it's you, John. You're just saying
2: what they said, but
0: I'm, right. yeah,
1: I'm just I'm just saying what they what they yeah, said.
0: Yeah, he's just the messenger. Here's here's what I would say. They've they've done the messaging wrong, because here's the answer to this. It's easy, it's simple. They didn't kickstart it when people went to kickstart that that thing, they got their copy of the game. So it doesn't matter where they put it on the store once it actually hits retail, as long as everyone who supported it at levels that gave you a game key. Why do they care if it's on Epic or not?
1: I, well, I think their stance is kind of what Bo's stance is, which is I don't want the Epic store. I want a Steam version that was kind of how it was presented to me. Oh, I so. see. Two, thre-
2: two threads, two threads, though. One is if your game's going to be exclusive to the Epic store, just because that's where it is, like, you know, Fortnite, yeah. fine. But they need to stop doing, and I think what really, you know, oh, it's going to be on Steam and uh, on Epic. JK, not on Steam for a while. Yeah. And they're only doing it to Steam. Right. Probably be able to get keys on G2A all you want and you know everything else. It's just Steam. It's just Steam. Yeah. And it's annoying that they put, you know, again, I don't know if Shenmu has a store page up on Steam, but the other games like have all put up store pages and made commitments. Right. And it's not illegal. And you can say, like, you know, well, it's a Kickstarter, you signed up for it. But at the end of the day, I don't I just hate being told one thing and then having them switch it up because you know I just I think it's a bad look they should and just I let you install the game perfect. without
0: a store like if you backed it on the kickstarter that's how you fix this problem then now you're store agnostic who cares you know if you want it on epic great that's where we're at oh you don't okay well here's here's yeah, the here's the sure. key and you just download it and install it now you got your game on your hard drive like we used to do it mm-hmm. in, the, in the old days I like yeah. that yeah first I think, of all I, think
1: I that would be a, a good happy medium
0: here's the other thing that's going to be a little controversial Shenmue is shit, and no one should care about this game.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm glad you went real hard with that, because my slight hot take that I figured would get comments was, hey, maybe they're doing you Shenmue fans a
0: service. You're getting a little favor out of this, you just don't know it yet.
1: But here's the thing: if you waited this long for Shenmue three and still are all on board on Shenmue, there's no you can't convince somebody that's at that stage that that game's okay.
0: Yeah, they're in it. I don't know what, I don't know why people don't know that because I played Shenmue one and two, or I tried to. Played a lot of one. They were never great. They were breaking. They were breaking some interesting ground back then. No question, yeah. like third-person, 3D world, story-based, interactive world stuff. It, it, it deserves its place in history, but y'all have got, like, big, thick, sweaty driplets of yellowish, stinky nostalgia stuck in your eyes, because that thing is a garbage monster at the end of it. It's not good. It's not good video games, those games, so I'm just saying... All of this is fine. One of the highest kickstarted games in the world in terms of how much money it made and everything. Well done, everybody. But you're milking a diseased cow. So that milk is going to taste like ass.
1: Also, the guy who, <laughs> who made that game I'll has even stand. said that this is not the end of the Shenmue story. And here's the thing. Like, I get Sam, but I'm so invested in the story. I want to see how it ends. It's not going to end. You know you're just going to be left dangling at the end of this again mm-hmm. and have to hopefully kickstart Shenmue 4 in another 20 years yep. uh, in the hopes of getting the next tidbit. And guess what? He already said that Shenmue 4 wouldn't be the end of the story. So it's not worth waiting for. There's no end to this. There's no end game here. Yeah. This yeah. is a road to nowhere. and I, You should get off the road now because it's it's... It's bad.
0: It's a dumb road. It's you running down a very low-poly road and trying to buy something out of a vending machine in Japan with horrible yeah. subtitles.
1: While looking for sailors. Yeah, and not ever Always really... looking for sailors.
0: And not really fighting very well when you do fight. It's feel like Wannabe of Dangerous-looking men. Yeah. I feel like of uh, a Wannabe Yoko, but... yeah. <laughs> what, uh,
2: like though? Wannabe Yonko, though, is like into Shenmue 3.
0: Well, some people are. I think people are stoked about it. I'm not, and I don't decry them that. This is my opinion. So d- yeah, don't no. don't take it as anything more or less. It's just what I think. But I think a lot of people are going to get their hands on it and go, Yeah, what's so great about this? Like, I, I I think you've forgotten. And that happens. It happens to me. I've done that. You know, where I'm like, oh, I'm so stoked. I was so stoked to try that Diablo 1 thing on good old games. It's 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 too old. I couldn't do it. I can't do I'm, it either. I, I, like, tried. Oh, I tried. I tried. I
2: him more money for nothing.
0: Yep, it's real bad. Um, Scuds McKenzie says, I don't play PC games to deal with exclusivity. Well, then you're not playing games anywhere because everything has this problem. Your PlayStation has exclusivity. Your Xbox has it. Your Switch has it. Your phone yeah, but has it. Yeah, he's
2: saying on, on the PC platform. He doesn't want exclusive
0: on the platform. I don't play PC games to deal with exclusivity. Oh, I see what he's saying. Yeah, I, but uh, I mean, at
2: the end of the day, it's still... I can't be mad at a company like you know Ubisoft, for example, wanting to do their own launcher or even EA. Yeah, you know, but make it good. I think I think that's just make the stores good. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it. The only good store that's a nice app that runs is Blizzard and Steam. Oh, the rest are, y'all
0: are jank. Let me tell you my hot opinion then on uh on the Epic Store that annoys me so much because I'm actually oh yeah I'm yeah. I'm fine with installation. I'm fine with the games. I'm not even that bothered by exclusivity. I think this is just a bunch of business fighting, and I don't care if I can get the game on my PC. I don't care what launcher. We've well, we gone through all this before. It's not that big a deal to me. Here's my big issue. When I go to the Epic Store, I am presented, and I click on Store. I'm presented with this giant, filled in, almost like Pinterest-style, Every everything's sort of filled in with big banners of games, Right? And yeah. the top, tell you multiple scrolls. You have to go way deep into that thing today. I don't know about tomorrow. may change. But right now, today, I noticed uh, I have to take multiple looks and checks and stuff to see every game that's there, and they're all pre-orders. It's weird. There's like
2: 50 pre-orders.
0: You're supposed to have a – I mean, this isn't just a Steam thing. Everybody does this. No matter what you're doing, you need to have a – these are coming soon. These are new releases. These are popular. And otherwise, search for tags or search names. That's yeah. just that's not just a hey Steam does it, so we should do it. That's the world does that with data. You should do that with your data. Instead, I'm got this wall of games, including games that are not coming out until twenty twenty Christmas, are up there fifty nine ninety nine pre order now. And it's and, and I have to giant scroll image. past it. <laughs> Yeah, it's and I have to keep image. going. I got to keep going. And then finally, I get to a game that's for sale. And by that time, I'm like, F this. Like, what are you guys and even doing? And by the doing? time
2: those all release, they'll still be on there with other pre-orders. And you'll have to scroll through even more pictures. It's yeah. only going to get worse. It's really so, bad right now. The store is bad. You shouldn't buy things on it. You shouldn't use it unless you absolutely have to. Because they're were not they not respecting your... They're
0: not respecting it. If I pinpoint right in and grab something I want, It's not a big deal because I just use it to launch it and I don't care. But if you're asking me if I use it as a thing to go check and see what's hot and new or whether I should be doing anything over there, it does not work that way. It's bad. It's very bad. I've
1: never browsed on it. Like I've only ever gone there when I know there's a game on there that I want. Yeah. Like when Outer Wilds came out, I went there knowing that's what I wanted and it took me forever to find for a game that I knew had just come out and knew was popular and knew it was exclusive to their store, and it's weird that with all three of those things being true, it took me as long as it did to find it, uh, which is incredibly disappointing. Uh, right. But before we move on, real quick, yeah. I want to throw out one more hot take just to get people riled up. Sweet, go. You ready for this? Yep. Here is we it go.
0: Shenmue related? Hey, no Shenmue? Okay. Uh, sort of. It's right.
1: related to the stores. Hey, okay. everybody who's like, oh, it's not on Steam. I hate exclusivity. Exclusivity's dumb guess who invented exclusivity on the pc market it was steam (laughs) yeah that's where it came from yeah think about that before you get all angry about exclusives yeah they just copied who started it
0: they just took all this time to get there and to create anyway that's
1: gonna get people riled up so we should probably
0: yeah we should move on (laughs) i like it bo do you have any reaction to that or how you feeling over there you good
2: no, I'm good. I know there's <laughs> exclusives on the platform. It's timed exclusives I hate. I've been that's not that's not what he's talking about. Do you think it's a conspiracy? I don't like the pullouts. I think it's bad form and I detest it. And I don't like time. I don't like waiting. If I prefer Steam and we'll eventually get Borderlands on Steam, I don't like being told to made I have to wait a year.
0: Yeah. Well we, but just...
2: yes, there's I play Blizzard games. It's exclusive to the Blizzard Launcher. It'd sure. be a hypocrite to say I don't I can't nobody likes exclusives i think it's just a fact yeah of life but they are re- reality and i understand
0: no that. conspiracies though i was gonna i want to play a clip here but i only want to do if you have a conspiracy get any tinfoil hat theory on anything i don't know
2: I, I, I don't have a conspiracy but i do have a special request to make of people but we should pro- probably mention it later in the show okay i still had it
0: i just wanted to play it
2: i mean i i don't still have one i'm sorry no 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 it's fine
0: you just said it's totally fine it was gonna happen i might All probably... right, i have one i figured one out oh, Actually, okay what do you got what do you got what is it oh you gonna tell me uh, later or no oh i was waiting for the sound because oh I I i'll play wait. the whole thing all right here you go wait oh, that's that didn't work okay okay that's all it is it's short <laughs> okay uh epic is
2: trying to sell games and take over the steam market because they want to be the first to
0: mars first to mars <laughs> wow okay whoa
1: hold on a second a mo- can you
0: can you dig a, give, let's go a little just slightly you can deeper bake
1: a potato under that tinfoil hat today <laughs> <Jeez>.
2: <laughs> it's because uh the guy who runs the place he's got a real attitude problem and he doesn't really want to be around humans so he wants to go to mars tim sweeney and he, said, he didn't say tim sweeney he didn't say as much on twitter but you could tell by his tone with all the debacle surrounding epic store
0: yeah he is he kind of wants to
2: build a house on mars and, and move away from
0: i mars. mean he's of that era that early nineties carmack romero era of you know guys making cool shit blow up and you know listening to heavy metal all night and just kind of the, it's just those guys and i think he's just he doesn't he doesn't play well in this space of like everybody's got the thing they want he's just like ah whatever i just i'm making this thing you're gonna come here because Fortnite. like he's got a weird attitude about it yeah. He's a really smart guy. By the way, I'm just, guy, guy, I'm just pulling way. that out of my butt because I didn't want to disappoint anybody. He's really but. smart. I I, 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 you can't sell Tim Sweeney too short. I but. like
2: Epic overall. By the way, their engine pretty great. Yep, and their games, a lot of them I like. Yep, just a the store. There just you the go. Store. There's, there's, there's a go. guy I who like made you. that Whoops. that meme of me. There's a guy who made a meme of me today.
1: <laughs> I like um, the meme though.
2: It just says I hate Epic, and I'm like. <laughs> Point of order,
1: <laughs> but I like it. I don't so want that much. going around.
2: I hate the Epic Game Store, not Epic
0: as a whole. Can I go? Let's just or quickly let's chat. You want to see this? Let me show you this great picture of Bo.
1: But I like the memes. So I just like lot. that
2: he used my DD out bro, because it just makes me look like a,
1: <laughs> a stupid person.
2: <laughs> 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 look at this guy with his dirty bed in the background and, and a cloth over his head saying, I hate Epic. Uh, Everyone see.
1: should use that Anytime Epic does something they don't like I hate Epic I'm There's new guns in Fortnite it. And there's Bo, I hate Epic <laughs> And the
2: worst part is in the corner It says made with Matic Which means it's on a website somewhere now.
0: Yeah,
1: no. Yeah, he used <laughs> the thing Someone's
2: gonna find <laughs> that and go Oh, new map meme template, let's use this
0: Yeah, I guarantee that's what happened I can't find where I replied to it Or I'd show it to everybody It's just a great picture of Bo with his hood over him Like from oh, D&D well. And it, it really says, good. I hate it. You, you
2: replied on the core account. That's why, maybe why. Oh,
0: maybe that's why I don't say it. Anyway. i put should... it in the Discord if you want to share Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I'm going to share this with the chat. I'll just put it... They don't have to see it on screen. I'll just put it in the chat room. But but there you go. There's Bo looking... He's found a good frame it. where I look angry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's really good. It's a really good meme. You do look, look pretty, pretty sinister. It's awesome. But yes, there's a thing called nuance. I can defend exclusivity and say, I think the Shenmue thing's shitty, and I would still buy all my games on Steam. I can say all three of those things and have them be
0: true. Yeah, those things aren't mutually exclusive. Or wait, is it the other way around? I forget how that works. How's mutual exclusivity go? (laughs) Only on Epic Store do they get mutual exclusivity.
1: (laughs) It's only on Epic. That's (laughs) the only place you can get it. Don't
0: forget, Brian Dunaway once coined this phrase. It's back when he really believed it. I don't like Steam. But that was back in like 2008 he's changed his tune. He likes Steam just yeah. fine now. But we I... all
1: did. We all hated Steam. Back I still played Half-Life 2. Yeah. I didn't.
0: I was mad at him. I was mad yeah. cuz it was janky and broke a lot. And
1: Yeah, I was going to say that you didn't play Half-Life 2 when it first came out because Yeah, that true. was the reason you hated Steam. Yeah. You were forced to install it to this thing, and you were like, what the hell is Steam? Why do I have to do this? All right, well, let's play Half-Life 2. Right. What do you mean I can't play Half-Life 2? <laughs> uh, it was like the, the Diablo, the Error 42 or whatever it was. People wow. were fried uh, was, about that. Yeah. It was that sort
0: of thing. It was very, it was anger-inducing. Uh, all But right, we should get to what we're playing. Check this out. I have high high things to say about the following game. There's a game on Steam which I forgot I had been given a code for ages ago, uh, when it first dropped in early access. Called Hunt, uh, uh, it's Hunt and then colon Showdown. Or in the logo, it's just Hunt and then below it in little words Showdown. I'll get to what the Showdown thing means, but I am blown away by this game. So it's made by Crytek, the makers of both uh, Crysis and the Crytek engine
1: and Far Cry Far
0: Cry the original Far Cry um they are you know they have their engine as well their engines you know it's up there in terms of fidelity it doesn't have the market share that that uh freaking unreal and others do but um anyway they made a game and they're making a game so this thing's still in development although much further along than when I first saw it um and it's called Hunt Showdown now the let me just give you a, a quick description of the tone this is like uh, down in the, like, bayou south in the 1800s, okay? So, like, western times, but in the American south, the hot, sweaty, swampy south. And okay. in this game, you can do it solo if you want. You can do it with friends. You can do it with randos, whatever. But you start this game. I found out it's not four people all working together. It's teams of two always. But there are ten people on the map at any given time. So there's a little Battle Royale aspect to this that I really like despite my tiredness with battle, battle Royale stuff because it takes a totally different tact toward the toward that idea. So I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, let's say I go in there and I team up with John. John and I are now in there. We're a couple of rusty-looking old dudes who are there to hunt down and destroy uh, creatures, which are both AI. Or There's a bunch of AI stuff in there to kill. They're all super crazy and weird. Um, everything from simple zom- zombies you can take with like a headshot. There's these guys that are on fire called emula- emulators who will explode r- sort of randomly. So you got to be careful with them. Um, this chick that's got like a beehive in her chest, and her in her her like her uh, her uh, torso and her her head's like lopped off to the side, but inside of her torso is this huge nest full of poisonous insects. Um, lots Could of stuff like spider? that. There's a huge, very disgusting. Very fast, skittering, giant spider that if you find its lair, lots of great rewards for killing it, but my gosh, it's hard and t- takes time. And that thing is gnarly. I saw my first one of those today and I thought I was going to die. Anyway. Hey.
1: Put a lot of effort in their spider animation tech. Yes,
0: oh, I'm, a, I'm out. I'm out. You not like spiders, huh? Not a fan. No, I'm, I'm arachnophobic. You would not like this spider. It is you. Only you don't see him very often. In in like 12 games or whatever, I've only ever seen the spider once. And what... yeah, but I don't need that
2: in my life. <laughs> no. All right. Well, now I don't want to. I don't miss... want to. If it's if it's his lifelike, I, I cartoon spiders, Diablo spiders, fine. Yeah. If it's I, it, Mortal Kombat spiders, nope.
0: Not, not your not it. your thing huh no. all right if it's a is it a scary game it is a it's meant to scare you um i mean it, not in a not in a survival horror sort of way um because okay. i'm already maybe if it
2: maybe if it doesn't jump out at me suddenly from nowhere i'll be fine yeah but you would you'd know you you
0: know you were there you'll see webs you'll hear skittering sounds you'll you'll know that you're in the zone And you're there there with mini
2: spiders that though that attack you. No, just
0: just a a a big ass one single spider, like a a shilob Yeah, like that, like that. that. Except really fast, and that's the part that gets me is how fast he is. I don't like
2: that. So do you, Scott? Let me ask you. Go. Do you scream when the spider arrives?
0: No, I did not scream when the spider arrived.
2: But do you even have like a oh got like any of your? I did have a visceral
0: reaction to it. Yes, I saw it and went, oh my gosh. I think I got to be out. It's really, I'm going to use my test bed. If you react to it, it's going to be bad. The game, the game is very. I mean, it's graphically rich and very realistic in some ways, and so that stuff does come off as very. They're not cartoony. These spiders. These are. Hairy, awful, giant thing that's on the ceiling most of the time, Ugh, looking down at you.
1: Are you looking for video of it right now? No, I just,
0: am, I'm just running some footage of this guy walking through the swamp. But um, anyway, that might I'm be worth doing, Bo. That way, that way you'd know. But anyway, so uh, here's the other thing that's uh, tonally important uh, you're just kind of these greasy 1800s dudes, and you've got, um, Guns that are really basic, like it's a six six shooter revolver thing, and a like a repeater rifle that's just like old as shit, like Civil War era weapons. And it's one of the things I love about it, actually, because the game isn't about hunting around and finding other other weapons. Although there's a mode where there's some of that, but the main mode you play, you start with your loadout. You have so many bullets. You've got a you got a pistol. You got this rifle, and you hop in and you go, and you and your teammate or you if you do solo queuing or whatever, um, go around this world at a random time of day. It's never the same time. Sometimes it's bright and sunny out. Sometimes it's in the middle of the night. You never can pick. It just does it when you start the game. Um, to this, this you know, run down awful place where there's zombies everywhere. There's dead cows rotting in the sun. Like it's very apocalyptic. Um, got a just a weird vibe to everything. Uh, creepy in a way that isn't, I don't find like super scary, but I find just visceral and real, I guess. Um, Anyway, this, so back to our point, John earlier about the middle ground between arcadey and simulation. This really nails that because the weapons are very deliberate. Uh, They, you know, shooting one of those, it's old. You got to aim. If you miss, you got to, you know, reload. Reloading takes a little while. Uh, you're not just, you're not running around like Overwatch in this game. Not even close. Um, but despite that, it doesn't punish you too bad. Like there's ammo refills all over the place. They are available to whoever needs it. Uh, meaning there could be a box and I get it and my other guy gets it. So it's not like I used it up and he can't like in Vermintide or something. Um, you're not picking up other weird weapons out there that do wacky stuff. You just have what you have. And the health stuff is manageable, so you don't feel... There, there's ways to refill your health if you're getting hurt. But if you're on fire, you can put the fire out. And that will stop you from burning, which will take you back to full if you do it fast enough. If you get cut and you're bleeding, you, again, can stop the bleeding. Um, you kind of have three levels of health. It reminds me of the way that uh, the division does it. With three notches of health, and they'll re they'll re um, refill depending on what notch you're on. So if you've lost a full notch of the three, you'll you'll now only ever have a maximum of two. But if you only lose half of one of the notches and you get safe, it'll fill back up kind of halo style. So they've got this mix of like approachable, um, fun, not too punishing, and this other side which is be careful, be methodic, be don't just jump out like you can step on a twig and a, and 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 wake up creatures wake up monsters you got to be careful if you kill something too close to a horse the horse will go nuts and start neighing you need to shoot that horse in the head or get the h out of there so there's a little bit of that like you're notifying the bad stuff around you but more importantly there are 10 people on this map teams of two all all split up running around trying to do the same goals you are and those same sounds and those same cues can get them all riled up and come in to see where you are. Like actual people are going to hear you and go, "Oh, dude, there's guys in that, you know, they're in that camp or whatever." And so you got to fight them. Um, sometimes you're fighting AI awfulness, and humans will show up. And now it's like, "Well, shit, <laughs> someone's going to die here. May as well be us." Anyway, <laughs> I'm not explaining this very great, but I no, you are, you are. I think um, it's really something else. It's
2: it's I'm, neat. I, I'm just so John shared some video of the spider with me. Yeah, yeah, he kind of moves like a fast real spider, not like a video game <laughs> boss spider. I know that's what's it's, scary it's about him. Tri- it's triggering me watching the video. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I can't play this game.
3: I have everything, to... is, some
2: of this stuff sounds cool, but that spider is mortifying.
0: Yeah, it, it is. There's no doubt about it. Um, he moves quickly. He moves very quickly. And, and you... he'll be
2: on the ceiling, and the guy turns his camera away and then turns it. Now he's on the floor in your face.
0: Yeah, he's it, the spider is ruthless. And again, I've only bad, seen him once, so it's, a, it's rare. It's very rare. Bad spider. <laughs> <laughs> it's super rare, though. That's the thing I'll say about the spider. Anyway. Uh, I mean, I, can you just like quit games if you get spider
1: level? Just like
0: leave leave i guess you could you,
1: just, you could just go hunting players and then eventually lose yeah this is but all you know, true because the spider yeah. might
2: show up i want the matches where there's no spider
1: well the up. spider will be contained to one area like if you're sent on the mission to go kill the spider the spider's in one spot and that's where everybody's slowly working is, their way is there, a, is
2: there a closing circle of death
0: yeah so here's how that works this is this is the super interesting part that i really appreciate because it's not like normal uh, okay. a thing where you have an artificial barrier that's closing in on you. thats That doesn't happen at all. You have this thing that's okay. called sight or sense. I forget what it's called. But you hold down E, and you basically can get clues as to where you should go next. So you can actually, on the screen, you'll see like some glittering blue in the distance when you're holding down E. And it's like you've got a sense for that, so you know to go in that direction. That's where one of the major things is. And the way the game works is everybody's trying to close these portals. And when they find them, you can do that pretty easily. And that closes that part of the map off so that the next area you need to go to is another you know, another portal someplace, but it's you're no longer having to worry about the zone you're in. You're just now moving on to the place that hasn't been touched yet. And the idea is that because you're doing these objectives, so are these other people, and eventually you're just going to have to meet in the middle. You don't have a choice. To win the game, it isn't about eliminating all the players. You have to do that, too, but you also have to eliminate the big, bad AI creature at the end, which is one of the trippiest things I've ever seen in a video game. Just graphically, I've never seen anything quite like it. It's like the guy was so made of just, birds or something. you just sit
2: there and pull a Zershel, basically?
0: What's a Zershal? Oh, That's oh, from, oh. Right. just wait for
2: the two people to clobber each other and kill the victor. You I mean, can. Case, you
0: can. Or you can... Shot. Well, you wait for them to be in the middle of it and then pot shot them to death. Yeah, if you if you can, and the other there are ways to counter that though from the other team's perspective because the creature senses all of you, depending on which one it is, and and if you're making noise, if you're taking pot shots, it hears those shots and will sometimes just run toward you. Um, so so the AI is really devious that way, and there are very different kinds of AI. Some of them you if you if you fight them up close, you're screwed. They'll just swarm you and you'll die like the hellhounds. You just want to try to get some upper ground on those. There's this creature. I forgot what he's called, but he has a bunch of slugs that follow him around. The slugs uh, are really dangerous and poisonous, but if you kill him, and it takes a while, but once you kill him, the slugs die. Um, and then there's the basic zombies, which you just have to be really good at like headshotting them when you can. Um, mm-hmm. And if another team hears you shooting, they're going to you know, maybe try to ambush you. But there's not this. Here's the difference. In something like Apex Legends or Fortnite, it's like, "Ooh, I hear shots over there! Let's go!" Blah, 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 and everybody, want, we're all done. Like it's just dead, you know. Like it's just well, that's a crazy. Because thing. there's no
2: monsters. They did away with that once. Um, uh, what was it? Nation of Zombies, not Daisy, but the other one after it, House of Zombies.
0: Right. But
2: but, What's but the it's, one from Daybreak. T- uh, the
0: the I forgot the name. H one Z one. H one Z one. H one Z one. Yeah.
2: So they originally had the zombies, which in my mind was exactly what you're describing. It was a way for people, you know, in a game like Apex Edge and (laughs) Apex (laughs) Legends. Apex Legends. Like, they immediately just turbo. Like, that's the game. Like, oh, here's shots. Let's go kill them. You know, let's go take advantage. And I
0: find that more stressful than this because we're talking about a combination of that, but without the pacing that also makes Fortnite or Apex crazy. It's a slower. There's
2: no artificial forced bubble. Right, right. In, in a world in a world that's, like, very realistic, like, if you think of PUBG, it has, like, you know, the mountain ranges and the items and stuff. Trying to be sort of, you know, there's a realistic aesthetic. There's nothing real about that giant circle that closes. It's pretty stupid,
0: right. actually. Right.
2: It sounds like, so that's why I'm like, oh, this game doesn't have that. That means it's not a battle.
0: <laughs> yeah, the players yeah, basically so- <laughs> close it, and there's no danger to being in it. You just won't win. Well, if the
2: gameplay, d- it's, the gameplay itself forces the players to want to do. They just want to do the things they're meant to do, and they don't need an artificial. It's, it's a very like if you think about it, in battle royales that circle or cloud or yeah, zone
3: yeah.
2: is very like. We made this great game, but we have this one problem we can't solve. So let's just put something stupid in that looks like it's from alpha build of the game and just call it the game. Right, right. Like right. it's 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 actually the stupidest part of about a battle royales is that there isn't a natural desire from seamless from the gameplay that makes you pushes you to that center point. Right. Um, so it sounds like this game has it in the form of the boss that you have to feed. It it's absolutely does last man standing. It's about being the one to take down the boss. Now, if there's two teams alive and team a takes out the boss, they win. Even if all the other teams are alive,
0: my understanding, see? I've never been on the winning end of that stick, but I think that is correct. I think that's how okay. it works. So if they're d- dilly dallying because they were trying to be too slow to get to the fight, or weren't, you know, their their goal is to take you down so that they can be the ones that take down that AI boss. The way you describe it, because without having played and just watched a little bit of the video, and I'm just going to set aside the spider issue for now. Sounds really cool. Actually. It's neat. <laughs> it's really neat. I mean, there are going to be people that this isn't for, and that spider may be the end of you. I don't know, but like I, I won't be playing the spider level. There and have I'm, there have been there have been times in this game. By the way, the spider never leaves its lair. So you, if you want the spider, it's it's a l- deliberate thing for you to go do. I'm you, not gonna win the game. <laughs> huge XP for that. Now th- here's the thing though: they don't really give you. Oh, Wait, it's not the objective. A spider's not the objective. No, he's no not, the he's spider.
1: Not. The spider is sometimes the boss. I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Sometimes, I didn't know that. I like didn't know it that. can be the big boss that you're sent to to hunt down. Okay, that could hmm. be.
0: The boss may change, and maybe the spider is just one of them. So maybe you would be screwed in that regard, I don't know. But uh I'll just eat the bullet now, is there an
1: option
2: <laughs>
0: to turn the gun on your own face?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean But I mean, I think I think the thing that probably would be the most the, the thing I don't like about the Spider, not to just get hung up on one boss and why it's terrifying, yeah. but um is that the AI, it's not one of those things where it's like the spider has aggroed on you and now we'll just be attacking you non-stop now that you've aggroed it. Sometimes it just goes and hides. Yeah. Sometimes you're just in the barn and it's just gone. It's yeah. just not there anymore. Yeah. And you walk around the barn going, oh there's a spider, and then it just drops up on
0: you. Yeah, it's scary as
2: shit. Yeah, I'm not playing the
0: spider level. If <laughs> <laughs> that.
2: Well, here's That's the other that. here's the other
0: aspect of the game I haven't described. Uh it, after level six, you your character's permadeath. So you'll like this bow because it's an aspect of the game that is very roguelike um, and kind of common. You're going to die lots uh-huh. of times. And when you do, you buy a new character with your gold you've been earning and you'll never not have enough gold to get a character. Like that's, you get enough gold just by playing the game every round to have enough gold to buy a character or money, whatever it is in there. I think it's just okay. dollars. Um, but it's an interesting aspect. Cause if I've got this guy I really like, and I've worked on him for a long time and play with him a lot, and he's gone. It does feel like a weird loss that you don't usually get in games like this. Um, so you make progression with the character. Oh yeah, Levi? absolutely, you do. And so do and, oh, and that's account it's count level as well as. Uh, so
2: uh, if you have a character, you bring him through several matches. You know he lives. Now you've. Worked on him and he's gotten leveled up. If you bring him into the next match and he dies, he's gone forever. He's, All that progress he has gone.
0: Yeah, he's dead. Now it's not. That's s- a, that's that's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. It's not in a way yeah. that makes you feel like, oh, that's it. I guess I'm never playing this game again. It's not that kind of loss. It okay. feels like a uh, the right kind of loss. It, there's something about it that just makes it more meaningful. It makes mm-hmm. you try a little harder. Um, My
1: understanding is that you can also uh, duck out if you if you feel like oh, this isn't going well, this isn't going to go well for me, I have this character I've been leveling up and I don't want to lose him, there is a way to to resign and keep your character. You're not going to win, but you get to keep your character. That's my
0: understanding also, although I've never done it, so I don't know how it actually works, but yes. Um, And what you lose there is you just lose any progression from that round that you would have normally had and it doesn't hurt your team so so
2: that's a good workaround for the spider yeah it doesn't hurt your team maybe back in
0: it doesn't hurt your team of two because honestly you could the way this thing is made it feels like you could single-handedly really make everyone's life bad and it's not just about your skill it's about learning how the map works and avoiding certain kinds of zombies or using melee when you're tempted to shoot a thing but use melee to keep sound down and you know, like, there's just a lot of that stuff going on, but the core gameplay systems don't punish you. Like, I don't feel like the gun being this ancient-ass repeater that some old, you know, farmer would use is, to me, a benefit in the game because you're all left... You all have to use that. Like, nobody goes in there with special, fancy machine guns. Nobody, nobody's gone in there and gone, oh, because I played this game so much, I've got the purple weapon. It doesn't work that way. The weapons are just the weapons, and it's oh. the weapons of the time. And if you're going to shoot a dude in the head, it's going to be with this slow revolver that takes forever to reload. So be careful when you shoot and you only got 46 bullets and you know, it's that kind of thing. So the so
2: like, it looks like all bolt action rifles.
0: Yeah. The rifles and there, there are pistols also. Um, there's
2: no, but it, there's no auto guns. In no,
0: it? no. I mean they're really sticking close to the era, like the era oh, that this is supposedly cool. set in. Um, Oh, there's a butcher. I've never fought a butcher.
1: There's a lot of cool ideas in this game, um but a lot of the stuff on paper, it's a few systems too many for me.
0: Yeah.
1: I want to actually try it. It's This is a game that both equal parts calls to me and pushes me away right. because the like we're going to go through a creepy swamp together, we have an objective to hunt the supernatural monster, there's other supernatural monsters around. It's such a cool concept. I love the sound of it. And then you say and there's going to be other people trying to kill you. And I'm like, well, now I don't want to play the game. Well, I have good news. I have good and then news you for you. Throw permadeath in there and I go, Well, now I super don't want to play this game. Thank you very much. But I'm intrigued enough by the other mechanics that I want to give it a go. Yeah. See if I can overcome the You should
0: probably should try I'm it. Right. And also the good news is I think there is a way to play this game with your friend or alone that is just. The first scenario you described, which is I just want to fight these creatures and and I want to win this map and I don't want to see another human being in here. I'm pretty sure you can play that way. Yeah, because it's so much AI versus anyway. Most of the game is that Um, it feels like you're when you see people, it's super like, oh, no, crap. Those are people. But I don't know. It doesn't feel like that's the end game. It feels like that's just another obstacle you have to consider. Um, and and again, the way that these guns work and the way things move, they don't have the advantages of the, you know, they're not ducking and sliding and quick scoping right. like th- that's not this. It's not a twitch game, a, a twitchy game, I should say, in the sense that most shooters are.
1: It's almost like you can treat the other players like a really smart other AI yes, creature. Yes, like, yes. Like. The, these aren't other players. They, the way they play and the style they play isn't going to be exactly griefy. Yeah, it's going to be more just like, oh, I have to take into account that there is another type of monster in this game that is going to basically make all the decisions that will ruin my life. Yeah. Wall
0: huggers. And I found myself really dr- just drawn in. I don't know. And I'm not That'll usually. There's a lot about this that would normally push me away, like you're saying. But for some reason, it's drawn me in, and the loss of character is not. What you think it is? It doesn't. It's, it's not like losing a character in. uh
2: Well, what was your highest ranking character that you lost?
0: Uh, I haven't lost one yet, so because I just oh. hit rank six, and so my next match will. Be you haven't aim.
2: won a game. You haven't won a game, but no. you haven't lost any. Of your no, characters. but I
0: just hit the level where I will lose one on my next. If I die in the next one, I'll lose.
1: Oh, oh. so next week you might be like, this game's hot garbage. <laughs> I want to burn it. I, I wanna might throw it. I might. You never roof.
0: know. This The other nice thing is apparently it ran real janky at first and people were having all kinds of performance issues. That appears to be... I mean, it runs so smooth on my machine. It's just silky butter. It's great. Uh, So apparently that's gotten much better, much quicker. Like, they feel like they're coming in. They're zeroing in on being done with it being called an early access game. So it's probably a good time to get in. As far as I know, progression will continue forward. They're not wiping it. And um, it's just such a different take that's I, I think that's what I appreciated about the most because I feel like I'm not playing just every other game right now. It feels like something new and different, and just different thinking and 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 a, and a setting that is totally rubbing all my apocalyptic, you know, scratching all those itches that I get. It's it's cool. Uh, oh yeah, this is what he said. Curious Wicked says when you die, the experience is transferred into this bloodline. The bloodline's like an almost like its own XP progression. It's hard to explain, and I'm not super versed in that, so you, all of you all at home are going to have to forgive me for not being 100% on this. I've just enjoyed what I've been playing so much that um, I haven't paid that much attention to some of the advanced stuff, but um, you know, you can change your loadout. The further you get, you can unlock new guns that you can take in, but they're not like wacky guns. They're just, oh, this is another brand of pistol. This is some German World War I piece of shit, but they, they just feel real good. I think it's cool. So I probably said all I need to say about it, but yeah. check it out when uh, if you get a chance. Like John, you should try it. Spider might be too much for Bo. I don't know. It's a scary ass spider. If you don't like spiders, this is a bad spider. Um, this
1: has been a deep dive into the hunt showdown <laughs> and spiders. Right. Both both topics covered very in depth today. It also
0: has this thing I love in the menu music, which is just like a bunch of guys going. Mm-hmm like like almost like um you know working on the railroad kind of but also creepy it's hard to explain it's really cool menu music <laughs> i i'm into the i'm into that kind of stuff generally in games i like all that dressing and that, this game's got plenty of that so anyway hmm. worth checking out I'll have to be something by checkout. By the way, this just
2: a Beep, 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 beep. Uh, Steam ad popped up while we were doing the show. Yeah. Uh, there's an 8-bit looking action RPG called Children of Morta that's having a free weekend. And it's published by the same people who did Moonlighter. Is Moonlighter a game you played?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's the one where you sold your stuff during the day and then fought in your roguelike dungeons at night to get more gear yeah. and then sell it in your shop the next day. It is a very interesting right. game.
2: Uh, Children of Morta free weekend. It looks. Like, it's almost like someone there is listening to the show and sent the ad to me. Oh, look at this! It's it's an eight bit. You know, it looks like an eight bit indie game, which you're into anyways. But it's like action RPG with damage numbers and running around. You can also oh. love a woman. It's <laughs> uh, a
1: weird way of describing. There's one point describing it, Boba. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good.
0: It looks really good. It, it looks. It looks. It looks good.
2: No, no, but literally, it says love, and then your guy has you, you the head on a woman's lap, and you're rubbing her thigh. And the next thing, I think there's a scene later with kid, like you can have a kid. With yeah, her she can get pregnant. Yeah.
1: It just yeah. sounded like a bad foreign translation to like game <laughs> mechanics. In this game, you can love a woman and enjoy.
0: <laughs> I mean, I you've you've described something I want. It's I yeah. love this style and I love that developer. It looks like it's not available except for the demo. So there's a demo and then uh, a pre purchase. Yeah,
2: download the demo, but I just based on the strength of Moonlighter, I didn't play Moonlighter, but I've heard lots of good things about it and I am I'm curious about the Moonlighter.
0: I've even heard that? of this. I'm stoked now.
2: Yeah. And, and it had that, it has an 8 bit art style that's like appealing. Yeah. Know, like, well done. It's so... like 8
0: bit style, but it couldn't be done in, it couldn't have been done when 8 bit was a thing. It, it, it's clearly like an art style that only exists in a modern way, but it recalls back to that kind of pixelated world.
1: Nobody can love a woman in 8 bits. Oh, my Lord, dude. This looks and like one of It's, got, what I want to it's play.
2: reviewing
0: really well. I mean, it's just come out, I think
2: today. It's like, I think it's breaking, but everything is like thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up.
0: Oh, it was a Kickstarter, it looks like. Pixel art, graphics, very pretty. Colorful, think, well done. Uh, hyper great. Light Drifters Meet Binding of Isaac. What really?
2: Saying. Yeah. Well, you just,
0: yeah. I, I'm in. I'm all in. Yeah. I think I'm going to. I'm uh, buying that game. It. I'll play the demo, no. and then,
2: yeah, I'm getting that game. Yeah, I'm going to click now and then pause it,
0: and when we're done, I'll install it. That's so, it looks that good uh, that's right up my <laughs> right up Actually. my butt yep all right uh <laughs> right up your butt i also been uh continuing uh, my main focus these days when i'm talking about sort of game progression though is still assassin's creed uh odyssey i'm still enjoying the hell out of that um i found a way to cheat i'm not going to spend time on this very much but i'll just tell you guys what i did and it wasn't on purpose i didn't know i was going to be cheating and it's i haven't done it since
1: player story thing
0: yes So you go into that thing, somebody figured out a way to give you a ton of XP and gold and not doing anything. And the way they did it is they created a story or a quest basically where you're thrown into it and two people that I guess were with you, like 500 yards that way, are being attacked by a giant army and when they die, the quest results are tons of gold for me and like 10,000 XP every time it happens. And you can rerun that every time or as much as you want to. And I thought, oh, that's probably no big deal. I went in there at level Mm twenty-seven, and I did it one time and came out level thirty-four and like double the bank. (laughs) Oh my! Uh And I went, oh, I don't think that's. I think this is exploitation. Like, I think I'm. I think this is bad for video games, and so I I stopped doing it. Like, they have some really cool story stuff in there, and I would recommend doing those because there's some creative crap happening. But, but that cheater thing which is just free xp and gold is just so cheaty dude like i Wait, can't even believe Is, they let is that it a mod there. or anything or that's just in the game like you it's an like a it's bug. a it's a player game so all right so they release these tools to create your own quests basically
3: oh.
2: so you can
0: create a bunch of you You finish the game and you want to do more quests and, and then share it with the community think of it as like little big planet levels okay okay so you do that and people go play them most of them are new text and stories and this npc now has a whole life you learn about and then you got to go kill a bunch of boars for them and then come back and like you can create these neat little scenarios um it's all very cool but then as you're as you're digging through like most popular in the community server or whatever one of them will pop up and say free xp and gold
1: and Uh, i thought well what's this
0: i went and tried it and they just dumped me with money and xp so and i couldn't even stop it this is another one like the like the hooker and the witcher i couldn't stop it
1: it's just what's happening. Ah, gold, XP, ah! You may want to roll your save back. That might actually screw you over in the long run. Well, that's what I'm worried about. you do scaling, because now you have level 20-whatever gear, but if the world scales to your level, now everything you're fighting is 30-something, and if you don't have enough materials to up your gear, you're going to start getting wrecked. Well, the game, but-
0: the game has a setting for letting the level of the world scale with you and yeah. mine is currently off so right oh. now i'm op for something like a level 24 where my gear is or whatever to 25 whatever it is
1: you might be fine i right? might be okay yeah. if
0: i don't change that setting so
1: mine's scaling and i took a long hard look at changing that yesterday cuz i had to fight a fart pig and it was <laughs> not going well i fought that pig a fart pig did yes, you beat the, the fart pig, pig? yeah He's but awful. i i had
0: to do it 10 levels higher cuz mine's not scaling with me So I was 10 low. I was, I went at his, his things at like 15 and I went back out there at like 22 and beat him.
1: Is that what he's supposed to be? I need to switch this just to fight the fart pig. And then, then you can switch it back. Because that pig freaking sucks. Yeah. He's like right now for me, he's a level 41 fart pig. Yeah. (laughs) And that fight is hot garbage. Yeah. You can't hit him with melee. You can't hit him with ranged. He just flails around like an idiot and farts everywhere. Yeah, there's nothing good about that big yeah. fight. I hate it.
0: It's got great gear if you get it, uh, and that and the gear will scale to the reward that you're at or what level you're at. Um, even if you're off scaled world, does that make sense? So, so the drops. Yeah, still... I'm
1: going to turn it off for that fight. Kill him and then turn it
0: back. You should totally do that, but I would not recommend the cheat that I cheaters did. Cheaters
2: not are not winners. Remember that old ad from arcade games or whatever. Yeah,
0: yes, I do remember that. What was that f- from? I can't remember, but cheaters are not winners or something like that. Cheater, cheaters, remember. not winners. Everyone goes to Just my mind. But anyways, don't cheat at video games. Yeah, uh, but it's neat. It's you. I, I think the game, the Ubisoft is not. We're not, they clearly were not thinking ahead well enough as to how it might be exploited because that happened like overnight. (laughs) Someone figured out a way to have some scripting happen so that you just get all this stuff. And it's just in the game part of the game tools it's not an outside mod so
1: but you can also adjust the like which story content you see in your game oh settings. totally so totally. you can th- avoid it. that's something that you can you know like i could set it to where i only see my friends so right scott theoretically i could see if you made a level that hopefully wasn't a cheat <laughs> which i'm totally gonna that. do
0: by the way i want to do one yeah. but uh, gotta be- i gotta beat. i want to i want to beat the main story and get a lot of side stuff done before i do any of that at this stage, I'll probably just sort of catch myself up to level 34 naturally, hopefully. Um, it is nice having a little extra gold, I won't lie, because I can go buy some shit. But
1: Yeah, the gold, I, I'm having a hard time having enough gold in that game, yeah. it feels like. But they do warn you that it's the Wild West. They're like, look, people could probably do some messed up stuff here. Yeah, so they could jack your saves up, be careful. Risk. Yeah. I I've been afraid to do it because I have such a clear view in my head of who Cassandra is and I don't want to see her saying anything weird.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't want to.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the other thing is it's, it's,
0: I don't know if it controls what she's, it controls what she can reply with. And of course there's no new, you know, there's, this is all silent discussion because there's no VO work for the dumb thing you wrote. Right. But Still, you're going to have her say, you know, you could go to some things where she just goes, hi, I'm Cassandra and I've got five vaginas or whatever.
1: Right. And I'm just like, no, I don't want her saying that.
0: Yeah, that's not her. She's got one. <laughs> and she uses it once in a that. while. I, I'm i I romancing everybody in there. Anyway. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm I'm playing like a true uh, Greek. Uh, yes, I'm all on board for everybody. Yep,
0: I do the loving on every one of them because there's really no stakes in it. It's just like.
1: I know, there's not even scenes. They just (laughs) walk away for a while and then come back and go, that was fun, and then they move on with their lives. The
0: only one I regret is that weird prancy, naked except for a little wrap on his groin guy. Do you know the one I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, where the goat ran out of the room? Yes.
0: I hate that guy.
1: He was great. That character was great. I hate him. My favorite thing about that guy is (laughs) that he constantly lies to you for the quest he asks you to do. He's like, Oh, Cassandra, my friend here is so drunk. Can you please escort him back to his home? I'd be so disappointed if he didn't make it. So you walk this drunk guy back and the whole time he's like, this is the way to my house. And then you drop him off and bandits show up and murder him. (laughs) And you go back to the guy and you're like, hey... Yeah. He got murdered, and he's like, did he? That's horrible. And you're like, you <laughs> lied to me about what you wanted. And he's like, no, I simply didn't tell you the full story. Yeah,
0: That game That game is great. I love Assassin's Creed. or uh, I keep saying Origins. Odyssey, two O's in a row. Uh, he also
1: has my uh, favorite bit of dialogue, which is you go, you do this quest for him. You show up, and he's just like, I need you to go do a thing. You go, okay. So you go off, you go to point A, you do the thing for him, you come back, and then he goes oh excellent, I'm so glad you did that. Now can you go out and do this? And it's in the exact same direction mm-hmm. right where you were, mm-hmm. and Cassandra says the next time you want me to do two things, tell me both things at one time so I don't have to go back and forth.
0: The game is incredibly and, self-aware in that regard. I like. I mean, stuff. you still
1: have to do the shitty thing mm-hmm. but at least they acknowledge like, yeah, we know what you're
3: doing. You
0: yeah, it's great. To. Like I I appreciate that in a game that is otherwise, you know, so adherent to the history of stuff and all that and it likes to it likes to make these jokes without winking too hard. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh you also played uh oh, you said you faced the minotaur. What do you mean both of both,
1: them? Both of them. So I got to the the island where everybody's minotaur crazy yeah. um and uh the very first thing I saw getting off my boat was a little kid minotaur tours minotaur tours come see the minotaur tours and he's just trying to get money out of you and so through the entire island slight spoilers for assassin's creed odyssey uh but through the entire island they're trying people are just trying to take advantage of the legend of the minotaur so this little kid takes you on a minotaur tour tries to rob you then later a guy's like hey you want to fight the minotaur and cassandra initially is like you're so full of shit and then uh the guy's like, no, really, there's a minotaur to fight. And then she kind of buys into it a little bit. She's like, yeah, I want to fight a minotaur. <laughs> and you go through the whole quest and then you get to the very end. And this scrawny guy wearing a bull head that's hollowed out jumps out from behind a statue going, Moo! Moo! <laughs> <laughs> uh... And uh, so, I, you know, you deal with him. Uh, but it turns out there's a real-ass Minotaur in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it's great. Yeah, they're not uh,
0: afraid to go full uh, mythology in there. It's pretty good. Yeah, it, you know? it
1: was the first actual real mythological thing. I mean, besides the stuff Cassandra does that's no big deal to her right. uh, that I saw in the game, and it was just it was awesome origins was really had, cool the way that story built up too.
0: origins has a bit of that but not nearly like they do in odyssey which i think odyssey handles better even so yeah and it was, was yeah. it
1: was a nice payoff to that story because you have so many people trying to just rob you for money with off the minotaur legend that eventually you know there's a little kid that's just like my papa disappeared in the minotaur cave he didn't come back and you're you're like, look, I've met the Minotaur. He's not intimidating and he doesn't <laughs> eat people. Drop it. And he's like, no, this one's real. And it, yeah.
0: Yeah. As it,
1: as it turns out he's real. That game's so
0: great. it's good. Game's real good. People should play that game. Bo, what have you been playing? Witcher three. All right. And you're uh... oh yeah, we talked about that. We talked we talked about it a bit at the top of the show. Yeah. Skellig I and uh, I Ch- cleared Ch- out
2: Skellige. Uh, I still got a lot of Uh, undiscovered locations there in the water. That's a lot of fun, just boating around, Mm -hmm. picking up uh, supplies. But there was a real interesting quest, uh, The Wolf and the Cat, Mm. um, where another witcher doesn't get paid for goods and services, so he goes on a murder spree. Whoa. And, um, I mean, you end up tracking another witcher and not a beast. And the confrontation dialogue was... I'm not going to spoil any of it, but I sat there having to make a choice, and I was there for a good five ten minutes. I got up, went for a walk, and thought about it. And I'm like, I don't want to save scum this, um, so I want to make the choice. But man, I got to choose whether or not to kill him or let him go. But he murders a bunch of innocent people. Wow. Anyways, it's super interesting. That's gnarly.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, that game's that game's real fun. And oh, like, I th- and I
2: threw a baby in a furnace.
0: Yeah, I did. I did that one, um, but I don't remember the one with the chasing around the Witcher guy. Or the other witch. Uh,
2: yeah, it's in Southern Velen. It's like a level 20 quest. Um, yeah, I know. It's good. Uh, I really enjoyed that quest, but the baby in the furnace was the highlight for sure. Uh,
0: Bo, because... it says here you have a special request for the internet. Do tell. What does that mean?
2: Um, okay, so if we're moving on from what we're playing, yeah. I've got a special request. Do you have a sound for me?
0: Uh, is it a. What kind of, what, do you, what do you want? <laughs> Bo
1: wants sounds if he's going to do it.
0: You want a special request sound? Because I can give <laughs> Just you. Just anything. Just whatever. Go. All right. <laughs> ah! Hold on. I'll give you a. Uh, let's give you a bow one. Uh, how about this one? Whoops. Oh, shit. I screwed that up. Hold on. Oh my lord. All right, here it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll That's perfect.
0: That's fine. Perfect. All right. All
2: right, internet. Gather around. Gather, Gather around. around in the circle near me. Okay. Internet, come close. All right. Listen. As a fan of cyberpunk genre, we don't often get good movies and good video games. Yeah, It just doesn't happen that much. Yeah. yeah. When they do, they're spectacular. Deus Ex is great. I think that's about... It. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> we, is that we it? Don't, that's it? Uh, I'm not sure if there's other really great cyberpunk <laughs> games. out um, Like, truly cyberpunk and truly great. We don't get them that often. So, you know, a lot of us over here, we, we're having... Just massive good times uh, at seeing the cyberpunk comes up. Yeah. Can we please chill the F out putting all this expectations about gender representation and racial representation? There are sites now blasting it for having a gang of Haitians called the Animals with a leader called Sasquatch that is super racist. And the creator, first of all, is African-American. Yeah. And he's been on social media, on Reddit, mostly telling everyone to F off and go tell their Uncle Bob to stop being a racist instead of bother him about his art. Um, so, listen, you have great points to make, but there are a billion games you can be pointing your gun at you. So all you people that thrive and make your careers off outrage, just leave cyberpunk alone. We want cyberpunk games. It's just And this is shaping up to be, even if it's not sensitive at all to race, into gender in a great way i kind of don't care because it looks like it's gonna be a fun cyberpunk game so just stop and that's from Bo, the most bleeding of the liberals here at the table go bug call of duty go bug like any other game there go bug final fantasy and it's super i'm the black guy in the... or wait that's not i don't know but you know like he's very like <laughs> ban uh, he's Bandero. very token black i think in final fantasy 7 Him and his family are the only black people, I think, in the entire game.
0: Yeah. What's his his name, John? It's Bandero, Bandolino. What's his name? Barrett. Barrett. (laughs) Barrett. Um, There are tons of stuff to go (laughs) bug. Please.
2: There's plenty of examples, plenty of ways. Please stop clickbaiting us and triggering everybody into all this unnecessary outrage because there's a greater good involved, and that is a cyberpunk video game.
3: (laughs) It's more important. You you, you
2: have two two (laughs) topics. Social justice and equity in cyberpunk video game, and which is more important? Cyberpunk video game, okay. or
1: just let me so just can we, can we just chill out, please? No, let me just let me just draw my line here and say, No, this isn't everyone's. I completely disagree with Bo. I will just draw my line in the sand and say, Bo is nuts, and this was maybe a segment that didn't need to be a part of this long show. No, no, I want I want equity. I want these issues to come up. Just just stop
2: it, dragging it that like, game
1: in the dirt. It sounds like you do, Bo, but only if it applies to products you're not interested in. Like exactly. here's the real here's the reality, Bo. Cyberpunk is gonna come out. It's gonna come out no matter who gets upset, no matter who gets mad, no matter who yells and screams. We're gonna get cyberpunk.
3: Yeah.
1: But there's a chance that maybe cyberpunk will come out in a way that More people feel like they can experience it so that when you get on a podcast and say, hey, let's talk about cyberpunk, there's a wider audience of people that go, I played that game and I really, really liked that game. Mm. As opposed to a group of people saying, you know what, that game pissed me off and I didn't play it because not because they didn't cater to them, but because they felt insulted or put off or whatever by the content. Do they have a right to put whatever they want in the game? Yes, absolutely. But you were literally the person on this show saying people need a place to go out and voice their opinions and and state their, you know, what they feel is important to them. And this is all that these people are doing. They're saying like, hey, guess what? Representation matters to me. I'd like this. Like, I want where's to like this. Where's the article thing? You
2: can only play Link in Zelda games. I can't play Transgender in Legend of Zelda. <laughs> F off, if, Nintendo. <laughs> like, come on, dudes. Like, just like, people are going nuts with Cyberpunk for some reason when it's endemic to all games. It's because like, for the there's.
1: Same reason, for the same reason that we said last week, the fact that it wouldn't be included seems crazy. So the fact that it, it doesn't does seem, seem to be included
2: it, seems but it's, crazy. But it's not a crime that it isn't because every other game literally doesn't do it. it,
0: it okay, I'm going to say that there's a reason why <laughs> like there's be, a reason. It's a, whip,
2: it's a whipping boy right now. Here, here's to, it's, here's it's the explanation
0: for why it's a whipping boy. It's because it's very prominent as a mm-hmm. looming upcoming game. It will be. It's won everyone's award for best of E3. Best. Uh, potential game best trailer best opening but like it won all mm-hmm. that stuff from the award stuff it is so highly anticipated it's just a big red target right now it's a clickbait
2: thing you put Cyberpunk's 2077 in like i've seen videos that have barely anything to do with it and they're putting it in their youtube titles and tags and stuff oh yeah you're not so wrong about it's, that you're you're not what I'm wrong. Saying, people who make i'm not saying we shouldn't have conversation i'm saying of course not people who are making careers and selling ads based on this stuff like just drop it because you're not doing it
0: for all the other stuff right and, they're not doing and, it for any any kind of high-minded reasons and they're like doing it because, i liked so,
2: yeah. last week we talked a bit about the transgender thing now we're talking about uh some dudes on rock paper shotgun were like this game is racist because the black people are called animals and all they did in the demo was shoot black people uh, called animals mm-hmm. and everyone's like whoa what a bad take like you are completely misrepresenting the, what this game is intended to do and also usually the world that you're playing in doesn't reflect the author's actual beliefs because they're fictional characters. It's a cyberpunk's a shitty world, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so they need, people need to stop because <laughs> this is getting into destructive territory. Well, part, part of the problem is
0: CD Projekt Red also has a history of being stupid on social media and saying things they now regret that are very insensitive to certain groups. And that has nothing to do with their games. That's just them being dicks. And so I think they're having to dig themselves out of a bit of a hole there. So when they're big, huge flagship titles coming and it appears to mimic some of their real life poor choices. That's that's easy enrage bait. But I I'm, just
2: don't think they, they're showing poor choices. I think that people are inter- like I think people are running with
0: Oh, I do I totally agree. That's what I'm saying. Really I, I, I agree with you. I think they are doing that, and I think there are plenty of people hopping on the bandwagon that are just there to be on yeah. the bandwagon.
2: Because the content goes through the owner of the IP for approval. This isn't a Witcher deal where the guy who witcher hates video games and is a curmudgeon for all intents and purposes. Right. And so the source material you can kind of see is very heterocentric. Like if you play Witcher, it's very like male gaze, man and woman gender role. Like it's all that. And I just don't think I think they're putting a lot of that in this game now. Like I'm getting to the point where I'm like, OK, it's time to shut up now because you're not doing this for, uh, you know, uh, no one's asking for a female protagonist and Death Stranding. Mm -hmm. it's like oh i can only play as this guy i can't play you know like it's just where everyone's focus is right now they're yeah i know that's becoming a whipping boy so my special request is is to say if you're gonna do that let's do that about all games and make that your mission let's you know it's a cyberpunk game we're very happy to have a game in this genre be as exciting as it is just stop publishing these articles that aren't good they're not good articles they're not good clickbait they're just like really really lame and really not poorly thought out and so stop it yeah
1: all right i guess my special request to the internet is keep doing it because i (laughs) i disagree i i i think what would you like to talk about why there isn't a girl
2: to play in legend
1: of zelda yeah that is a topic and you know why it's a topic because they asked the guy who is making the sequel to the new zelda hey Mm -hmm. are we gonna be able to play zelda in this and from what i heard um this is a anecdote I'm hearing it from a story from a story but the creator's reaction was why would people want to do that? He didn't understand that maybe there are female gamers out there that would like to play as Zelda. And he just didn't or get male character or how does want to? how does that happen if people don't talk about it?
3: Yeah. How do people,
1: people know that this is something they're not gamers would it. like? If they if they don't talk about this is it. where this is where so, I agree with Bo because I wish ta- they're they
2: were not talking, talking. about yeah. it, though they're not they're inflaming that- they're citing like uh, it's not it's internet trolling it's gamer gateism it's it's in a different form and this time it's on the social justice side you, you can't go around just lambasting people without fully realizing the context of everything. There is a
1: good way to do things and a bad way to do things. And yes, there are people out there that are just getting outraged about everything and just going to scream and there's no winning, but there are people that are bringing up legitimately good points that I think in general has pushed gaming into a better place. Scott and I just talked about Assassin's Creed Odyssey and how fantastic it is, mostly on the back of how good the character of Cassandra is if Cassandra wasn't an option because they didn't decide, oh, we're going to put a female character option in this game, and they just gave us Alexios. That's a game I probably wouldn't even play. Like, yes, there are I think people you're who take my things point. too far.
2: <laughs> I, like, I know all this. You don't. I don't need to be re-explained this stuff. No, I think. Well, I, I, Bo, you've, Bo, you've
1: had a really long time to talk about this, so let me just get my point out, and then we can move <laughs> on. Um, I'll, okay. I'll hold the floor for a moment uh here's the thing one thing i have learned and it is a lesson that i think is incredibly valuable is that i've learned that i don't know shit and (laughs) if there is a group of people out there not every time but most of the time if there's a group of people out there saying hey there's a shitty thing happening and it's being ignored or it's being accepted, or it's being treated as an okay thing. Maybe instead of just saying, well, I like the thing, so they shouldn't be talking about it, maybe I should say, you know what? Maybe I don't have the right perspective on this, and maybe I should give them a little credit and at least listen to them. But you know and, whether no said, not, right? and whether you or not... You said, stop complaining about cyberpunk. How is that not telling people to shut up about their opinions on the game? It's not what I
0: said. So let me, let me take, let me, let me give a, what I, and Bo, you can tell me if I'm dead wrong on this. I think John, John, what you just said is hundred percent, right? hundred percent, right? I agree with you too, John. Yeah. What you say there is absolutely correct. What I think Bo is saying, and the part I agree with is. There are, like a lot of things, when something becomes up front and center and the thing everybody's supposed to be paying attention to, there are people who are bad actors who are portending to not be, but who all jump on this because they're getting the clicks and they're getting the likes and they're getting the YouTube views. And that's their whole skin in the game. They don't care about any of the actual issues. They're just there to stoke this fire and it's the target of the moment. So let's target it that does suck because the gaming industry in general deserves so much more discussion than it gets issues like like why is it not an issue that we don't get a female protagonist in death stranding i don't know why no one talks about that because it seems like we do with almost every other game i remember assassins creed itself when unity came out they would not give those guys a break because there was no female protagonist and in the end they agreed and said well hey the whole next game is you play as the sister half the time, whether you want to or not. Like they went full in. And in, in an Odyssey's case, they really went the way I wanted, which is to really give me a fleshed out, interesting character and give us some, some choice and let's have a, a rounded, you know, a uh, way to look at this. And it's great and it's commendable and it's worth, all of those things are worth discussion, but there's a difference between having a reasonable discussion with somebody and talking about what can be done and somebody going, can you believe the beep, a beep? let's get in here and be shitheads about it. Like that's where I side with Bo. And it's not really a side. I just, I understand what you, what you're saying, Bo.
2: It's getting carried away. It's getting carried away and it's not fruitful or it's becoming very unproductive. And I just don't like it associated with that game. Cause I think if anything, everything I've seen about that game so far, makes me think the opposite. So again, it's me looking at the internet going (laughs) like what's going, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Like,
1: well, I I guess (laughs) to clarify, reasonable clarification here bo i know you and like scott said you tend to be an extremely liberal person with your views and thoughts and even knowing that what you just said read to me as i like cyberpunk so people should stop complaining regardless of yes, what so they Yes, I said cyberpunk is.
2: was more important than social, social justice, but like it's for comedic effect because I'm entertaining as much as we But see,
1: that's the thing. You you have to be so, clear on that. I'm in jail be- now. Because <laughs> <laughs> even me, who knows you, read that a
2: different way. <laughs> but it's fine. I, I, I Okay, well, we mis- communicated, but yes, I stick by what I said, that I'd much rather have my cyberpunk game talked about in a positive way than than have thing about social justice because most people talking about it do not actually care about social justice. They care about their revenue or their agenda with what they're doing on the internet, in my opinion, and in the way it looks to me, uh, especially when the creators have come out ad nauseum to clarify things and to respond to things. I don't appreciate articles and headlines that, you know, d- denote the opposite and it's, or it's hitting a fever pitch. So yeah uh, i'm all for those things i don't know why they have to be conflated together on this in this particular instance anymore i think like well wait for the game to come out and judge it then like let's stop making this an issue well that's
0: part of the that's part of the thing is the game kind of needs to speak for itself and we don't have it yet we have a lot of anecdotal stuff that some of that you know i you'd read that and go ooh, okay well where are you going narratively because you know i need to know more about this when i when I watch Deadwood, I expect the women are going to be treated poorly. Um and I and I look at that and go, "Man, the 1800s was sucked for women." And the whole story for those women is to talk about how that sucked, how far we've come and how far we have yet to go. It's like a good yeah. sort of but lesson you love that and, show right and i do love that show so what i'm saying so does that
2: mean that you're no that's my, that's, my that's my entire point well, that's my entire point that's what you know if you like cyberpunk you might just be endorsing bigots so be careful
0: well that's There's my stuff. point is when that comes out and, and it is whatever it is we as a gaming public are gonna have to make a decision if that's too far if it's not enough or if it's just right so i personally i don't know that it's worth even discussing until it comes out because then you've got the true measure of what they are going to put in front of us and until we have that what are we basing what are we judging I don't even know what we're judging we're judging a lot of information that's hard to hard to reconcile but you could do that with D&D you could do that with anything And and I'm not saying well everything's like this so nothing's worth doing that's not what I mean I just mean let's let that content speak for itself and if it rubs us wrong in a way that is meaningful, which sparks discussion, which sparks change. That's all good. We should want that, you know. And and representation does matter. But here's what I know for sure. Cyberpunk's going to have way more strong-minded, powerful, independent female voices than The Witcher does. (laughs) <laughs> and you say that, but I just did a quest today in The Witcher where
2: um, there's a dwarf in the Baron, the Bloody Baron's uh, um, keep, and he's the blacksmith, and he has a woman assistant, a human, and eventually you learn that she's actually the one making all the armor, and then they have a competition to see who can make better armor, and you and another guy wear the armor. You wear the good armor. <laughs> and, and the Lord, the Nifl, Nifl guardian, shoots the other guy, and he takes the hit and goes down, and you get the armor, and you're good. And it's all about proving the fact that what matters here is not... What matters here is that she gets represented to make the armor, that she should, in fact, get the credit. Right, and knows. that's my point. And, the game, games, so games are like a way CD to see those. It's like made Witcher, and it's in the Witcher that, like, the, the, on some level, they're thinking about this. There's another quest. When you're in Novigrad, and some woman, some elf's getting beat up, or... Uh, cat called some woman elf so you can interact and go help her and she tells you to F off. I'm no I'm no princess to rescue would you just think you come here and there's a quest to save me get that and you, you can't there's no right way to finish it. She just tells you off.
3: Right.
2: Um so they're the company Again, I don't know where it comes from because it's in their product that they definitely don't just—they're not just a bunch of dudes that are like, "Ooh, gender issues." I hope. Well, part of it is their their bras all tied up about something. Part
0: of it is their dicks on social media, and they never really truly apologized for it. Like they just there were some bad moves made, but like
2: the you know again the guy on the social media account is not the guy making the games, writing the narratives, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I hope they found a new thing for that person to do right at some point because I don't think that's reflective of the content that's in their games it's also even though yes it's very male centric
0: sure. it's also very hard to i mean we're 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 branching out in the larger parts of society here because you know do i want to sit around and argue whether stephen king if he depicts a rape scene should be allowed to do that is is the fiction uh more important than him creating it should he have had should he not be allowed to depict a world that with the way he wants to does it come down to just us buying his books or not if we disagree with it like yes 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 and yes no 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 and no like there's a thousand arguments to be had we're not going to solve all that here but i i do believe two things are happening here one ccp is or not ccp I keep wanting to throw those guys in there for some reason yeah eve online's the problem oh, there's CDR. C- cd project red is 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 had some issues and they're real issues and they're real life issues they're not even in their games like it's a thing that they that appears to be more of a cultural thing in in real life. So that's my bigger concern because the game I haven't seen. I can't judge it. So until it comes out, I don't know. I've no idea. Well, I-
2: I guarantee it'll be a disappointment because we set the expectations so high on this front that I'm I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be satisfactory in a lot of regards in this. Well, you've been reading a lot of the
0: source material and that stuff gets pretty gnarly. And and
2: I've been reading the source. There's a booster gangs are very much drawn along cultural lines. There's a gaze only booster gang, uh, in the CP 2020 source book. And it's a product of a time it was written. I'm pretty sure that's not going to be something, but (laughs) it might be, there might be, you know, uh, uh that kind of an aesthetic in this game and uh, so i'm saying i'm like we're putting all these expectations on the company meanwhile the industry is like super macho and super transphobic in many regards i'm like why are we lighting this game up um not that i condone any of it but at the same time i don't avoid a game because it's not sensitive to certain issues uh it's never been a basis of selection for a game too so i just think it's is just getting too nuts it's like, getting too nuts in my opinion and, and we should have those conversations but let's just not like shoot tear down one ip uh let's tear everything down or let's have you know let's burn I it all I, I think it's coming from a from a selfish and, and bad place and not from a positive place a lot of what i've been seeing now with respect to this especially from people in the pre, uh, gaming
0: press well I uh rn or whatever in the chat and says yes let's talk about eve online and its social environment no thank you they got their own <laughs> no. brand of weird And I don't want to go there. Anyway, interesting discussion. We'll get all kinds of feedback on this. We'd love to hear it. We are not afraid of your emails. Send them to uh, the show over there at uh, the website. Just go to frogpants.com slash core and send us one. Kind of like this email. And now I didn't forget to play this thing. So hold on a second. Every time we read an email, we play this. That's a good question. We got one from uh, Rubber Bunny. All right. Rubber Bunny. Oh, you can also leave us. Say what? Yeah. What are you going to say? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Rubber Bunny, it sounds like a sex talk. It kind of does. Uh, 801-471-0462 is also a number you can leave voicemails at, but this email came into the website, and it says this. I have a question for Bo. You seem to play to death, or sorry, you seem to play games to death. Uh, while a lot of us move on after a few hours, do you think more gamers are like you or more and more going uh, the more dip in and dip out method of new games or with new games? Uh, thanks for your thoughts and the great show, Rubber Bunny. So that one's for you, Bo. Gamers are like you, or
2: more, and more. I think what he's saying worse. is
0: some people will dip in, play four hours, and like move on, and they feel like they got their thirty bucks worth or whatever. You're the type that'll be like, if you zero in on a game, you are gonna freaking play that thing yeah, until it yeah. doesn't move. I'll
2: dip into games until something proves it's worth my time. I guess because right. uh, I just know when I say worth my time, it doesn't mean the game because I'm not playing it, it's bad. I just mean it has to be worth my time, right? And it could be an indie game, it could be a A game, it could be anything, but the game has to be worth my time. So I do an evaluation, like how much is the content leading on achievement style things or grindy loopholes, and I realize those are waste of time that people who work at the company have not been considerate about the time they're asking people to play their game, and I view that as marks against it, and I won't play those games. Yeah, um, If they're giving me good gameplay value, I'll play it. If they got me hooked, I'll play it. But you know, I'll, I'll duck out of games that are I'll try things and then duck out of them.
0: I don't think it makes people who duck out early casuals. I think it's just sometimes it's an attention span thing or time allotted thing. Like I'm kind of like that. I I, once in a while something will come along and I just can't put it down. That always definitely happens. Why I'm looking for a good Diablo replacement, but um, because I want one of those right now, but um, I tend to get in, not always beat it, go as far as I can. If it's holding my interest, I stay. But if not, I'm kind of on to the next thing and, and you know, it's more stuff to talk about on the shows and things like that. John, do you uh, or where do you land on that? I feel like you're in between somewhere. You're you're certainly more dedicated than I am beating things like RE2 remastered like what four times or something?
1: Yeah, I think I, I think I went through that four. I was on my I'm on my fifth, I think, playthrough of that game. Uh-huh. Um, when a game grabs me, I will usually go pretty deep with a game. Um, but typically I also like to play a lot of games. And so for the games that I, you know, I I know I'm not super into, I'll try it. I'll play it. I'll, you know, kind of get the feel of it and say, okay, well, now I'm going to move on to the next. And, you know, sometimes games that I I dip in and out of will turn into a future, like deep dive game. Like it was that for Fallout 3 for me. I did not play Fallout 3 seriously until all of that expansion content had come out and then all of a sudden it was the only game i would play for months so right i i kind of jump between the two just depending on interest
0: yeah i think i i think that's kind of me as well um thanks for the email you can send us emails right here at the show go to frogpants.com slash core and leave them there thank you rubber bunny if that is indeed your real name and that brings us to the end of today's program Good stuff today. Well, we made it. Longest episode of anything I've recorded this week, uh, or maybe <laughs> yeah, this that's, month.
2: That's my fault. I thought maybe a my long quick
1: episode, two hours twenty four minutes. My quick
0: little
2: message was going to be like you know just cool in the gang, and it turned into the Nuremberg trial. It's
0: you. It's literally twenty minutes short of a there will be dungeons episode. <laughs> so it's like we're <laughs> we're almost right there. But um, good stuff all around. I wouldn't change a thing. I'm glad you guys were able to come with us and be here. Everybody listening at home or otherwise. Uh, Thank you for being part of the show. If you like what you hear and you want to show your love to us, it's real simple. All you got to do is head on over to patreon.com slash core show. That's patreon.com slash core show and support the show you like with a little bit of cash. Doesn't have to be much. Just whatever, man, whatever you got. Patreon.com slash core show. Also, you can leave us voicemails. Mentioned that before. I'll mention it again. 801-471-0462. And you can follow us on Twitter core pod for the show. John underscore Jagger. Bo Schwartz and Scott Johnson. That's gonna do it for us. For me, for Bo for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.